Hey everyone, Game Face is back. I am back, Shane is back. Everything's all good? It doesn't feel like everything's all good, Matt. No. It's been, no, no. Oh my man, it's been awful. That's all I can say. Since last time I saw you guys, I have been through so much pain, I can't even put it into words. The procedure- You, you really didn't like Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's been interesting too. Playing a game that you're really excited for when you feel miserable. Mm -hmm. And so you wonder if how you feel is tainting your impressions of the game. Like, I was going through that for the first few days when I was in, like, insane pain. It has been awful. Um, I, can't, I don't want to beleaguer it. Uh, I talked about it in an episode of Ask Shane Anything that we published today for our patrons. Um, if you want the whole scoop on what's been going on with me, um, it's there. Um, I don't include it in the episode. It's actually at, at the end after the bump out because it's pretty graphic what I've been going through. And I know some of you guys don't care or don't want to hear about the gory details of what's been going on. So it's tucked at the end of the episode for those who do want to listen to it. Um, I do want to say thanks to everybody who has been patient waiting for this show to come back, waiting for me to come back. I'll be honest with you, I probably shouldn't be doing this right now. Like, I still don't feel great. I still have a lot of pain. Um, the advantage of me being at home is that how I sit matters a lot. And as I start to feel pain, I can move and shift if I'm on the couch and make it go away. Here I have just this chair. And so if I start to feel pain during this episode, we're gonna shut it down. I'm just telling you right now, um, I'm gonna go as long as I can. So um, I don't know how long that's gonna be. I'm gonna try to make it at least through our Zelda conversation. That's my big goal for today. Um, if we make it to like two hours, to me, that's awesome. Like I'll be very, very happy with that. So, um, but the thing is, is we're gonna come back here on Thursday and we're gonna do another episode because tomorrow is the big Sony not E3 press conference. Mm -hmm. um, I, one thing I do like, Matt, is that we're getting some of this stuff earlier than we normally would um, because they aren't adhering to the hard dates of the E3 window now. So Sony's E3 press conference is basically tomorrow and then we'll be back the day after to go through and do analysis. And I think by then I'll play at least one other game as well to talk about. Um, but again, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank all our patrons, the ones who stuck with us um, and didn't drop their pledge while I've been going through this. I'll say this, it's been very hard to sit on the couch and in crazy pain and keep getting alerts of people dropping their pledges on our Patreon. I don't know if humans are supposed to do the stuff that I've been doing because it, it sucks. That's all I can say. I shouldn't be thinking about this stuff when I'm trying to recover from a major surgery, but I don't have a choice. So um, I don't want to dwell on the people who are like, screw you, Shane. I don't care what's going on in your life. I'm dropping my pledge. I want to focus on the people who stuck around. Um, I really, really appreciate your patience through this last like week and a half, two weeks. The timing was terrible with Zelda coming out, one of the biggest games of the year. It did afford us, both of us, a lot of time to play it at least. Mm -hmm. And we are going to finally discuss The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom today on Game Face. Um, Excited about that um, because I spent like 40 hours playing the game uh, feeling down and out over the last uh, week and a half or two weeks. And thanks to everybody who's here in the chat today um, and live to watch the show. You guys make the show better. Um, we were gone for two weeks. Um, and every time that happens, um, our audience, our live audience is smaller when we come back and we have to slowly build it back up again. Uh, so thanks to everybody who's here live in our stream and in our chat for today. It means a lot to me. Um, everything you guys have done means a lot to me. Um, our patrons and the people at sifted.net, you guys have been amazing. Thank you. I really, I needed it. It's been really tough. So um, here we are. We're back. We should be back 
barring any major setbacks with the procedure that I had, we should be back and good to go here for the foreseeable future. Um, and we do have a huge game to talk about with you guys today. I do realize you've heard <clears throat> excuse me, about Zelda from everybody now but us. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how our opinions kind of uh, dovetail in with the impressions that you've heard already and what you guys have experienced yourselves actually playing the game. So we'll get to that in a minute, but we do have some housekeeping to get to first. Uh, so as I said, another episode here in like two days on Thursday. That's pretty much unheard of from Game Face. But since this episode is going to be smaller, that one will also be smaller. Overall, you'll probably get an extra hour of Game Face for the week than you normally would. I'm trying to make up a little bit for the time that was lost while I was um, dealing with uh, my surgery and my recovery. Um, so anyway, as I said, PlayStation Showcase is tomorrow. That's going to be a big deal. What are you expecting to see in that, Matt? I don't know. I mean, I guess Spider-Man. Um, they said be, several uh, new massive yeah. game reveals. I mean, but, there have to be because they're kind of out of yeah. games at this point. Everything... We know is coming out is coming kind of come out except for Spider Man at this point. They have the ten games as a service that we've been waiting to check I out think for some a of long those time. Are already out or already killed? I think we're already. We say already out. What do you mean? I think there's a couple things that they already can maybe consider games games as services. So I imagine we'll see. So you think there's only like eight or so yeah. left to see? I, I imagine we'll see factions. It's probably long past time for factions in Spider-Man 2, but like... Spider-Man 2, we'll see the Naughty Dog factions multiplayer game. Yeah, and just new things, I guess. Will we see um, Jade Raymond's new game from Haven? No. You don't think we even see like a trailer for that? Probably not. No? Um, how many of those games as a service do you think we'll see? Two. Just two? Yeah. Although I don't know... It feels I, like they need to show a lot more. Well, the thing, I think they will, but I don't know how many games as a service... I mean, again, you gotta wonder what games as a service means to mm-hmm. them. Like, either in a certain world, Marvel Midnight Suns is a game as a service because yeah. they kept charging for DLC. Right. So who knows what yeah. they're calling that? But we'll, you know, we'll see. Um, I don't. Know. I think a lot of what we're gonna see tomorrow is probably just new. Like, you know what I mean? about third party exclusives? Um, everyone thinks that we're gonna see the Metal Gear Solid Three remake. Yeah. Snake Eater remake. But now there's rumblings that it's actually not PlayStation exclusive. That it's gonna come to everything. Yeah, and I don't know. Silent Hill 2, we'll probably see that remake. Yeah, I would imagine Silent Hill 2 would be in there, because that's got a... We already have a trailer for it. Yeah. Yep. Trailer's coming out in October, probably. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. What else is, is there? We, it's hard to think of a lot of Sony properties that I, oh, I bet, we're waiting on I, I bet, still. We might, we might, I don't know if we'd see a lot of it, we might hear whatever Media Molecule's working on next, mm, now that that's they've true. moved on from Dream. Yeah. Because they also perhaps strategically made that announcement here a month right. and a half ago maybe right. to set it up for this big press event so mm-hmm. it should be awesome i mean it should be the biggest event for playstation oh, they'll probably for the, year. Hit the um this this stupid twisted metal tv show pretty hard yeah i mean they'll probably with the success of the last of us they'll focus on that type of stuff like yeah, i wonder I, if they'll do they'll be like a collection or something Maybe just it feels it would be feel weird to not have a twisted metal something available on the playstation store if people watch that show and for some reason want to play the game yeah. afterward, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and maybe some stuff, I don't know, maybe they'll announce... Well, I already said like you'll wait two to three years for PC ports, so yeah. maybe we won't hear about a Forbidden West. Bloodborne port. on PC, maybe? I don't think that's ever going to happen. No. Um, I mean, I guess it could in the wake of Elden Ring selling as much as it did, but I think everybody involved knows that Bloodborne is not Elden Ring. Yeah. Um... 
I don't know. Like the only other thing I would think is like in that situation, you'd be like, well, what if we had them make Bloodborne two in the style of Elden Ring, big open world thing? Mm-hmm. But that would there would have not enough time has passed for that to have anything to show yet. Yeah, I'm I'm struggling to think of big Sony first party IP that we're kind of waiting on. Can you think of any? Um, I mean, other than like stuff that's kind of dead, like Killzone or Ape yeah, Escape other than, like, or I mean, yeah, I'd would love to see a PS5 Colony Wars, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. The Last Guardian Two. Uh, I mean, <laughs> what are, what are those guys doing? Right, the team. They gotta be working people. on something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't think of anything. I can't really. either. Yeah, that's why I think we're gonna see maybe a couple more of those games as a service. Then I guess Uncharted. Think. Yeah, we're kind of ready but to I see the like next Uncharted. Uncharted's, they kind of really seem to imply that Uncharted's done. It Naughty Dog, I believe. Sly Cooper. Yeah, I I mean, Sly, that's one. Um, I feel like Sly is over. Do, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel Infamous. like all the 3D platformer stuff from PlayStation's kind yeah. of over at this point. Infamous is the, what's Sucker Punch doing? That's a good question. Maybe we do see the next Sucker Maybe. Punch game. Yeah. Sony Bend, what's it up to? I thought they mostly shut that down. Seemed like it. They're now like they're kind of like a, like a service studio. studio. Yeah. yeah, it seems that way. So a lot of mystery around what's going to happen tomorrow uh, for the big PlayStation showcase. It should be awesome no matter what. We're excited about it. So excited about it that we're going to be back here on Thursday to talk about it. A couple other things to discuss before we head into the bulk of the show. Um, another thing that happened that was a big deal, Matt, that you and I kind of missed out on again because of my surgery was an interview that Phil Harrison did with Kind of Funny's Xbox Phil Spencer, pod, Phil Spencer uh, with Kind of Funny's. I know it's tempting to call him Phil Harrison. It is, yeah, because <laughs> they're kind of <laughs> starting to feel very similar. <laughs> yep, uh, Phil that's, Spencer. That's, that's mean. It is mean. Yeah, <laughs> and not fair. Uh, no, actually, it's not. Um, Phil Spencer did an interview with Kind of Funny's Xbox podcast after the whole debacle of Redfall kind of fell out and. He said some strange things in that podcast. Basically, he intimated that the console war was over last generation because everyone decided that they wanted to build their digital libraries on PlayStation. Um, And he seemed to think that ever since PlayStation 4 won, everyone's digital libraries are mostly on PlayStation and trying to pry them away from that ecosystem to make them start all over again on Xbox is pretty much impossible. How do you feel about that? I think he has a pretty good point. Um, I hadn't really thought about it at all until yeah. he brought it up, honestly. Yeah, like, it is, it explains the Game Pass move a little more clearly, because mm-hmm. you think, you you know, if you don't think you can get people to invest in building a library on your platform because they already feel like they have one on the other platform, then it makes a lot of sense to start this service that basically gives you a constant temporary library. Um is that a winning strategy? I don't know. Yeah. But it does, It I think that did illuminate a th- things a little bit. Maybe it doesn't give us more information on what kind of numbers they're looking for, but we've always been, wa- we've been wondering for years, like, what is, why are you doing this? Like, what is the, like, how did this come about in the sense of, like, this is our big strategy? And if they really believe that, that, that you can't pry people out of the PlayStation ecosystem, and they probably have a point, um, yeah, okay. It felt to me like he had a defeatist attitude across the board. Because then he went um, on to say that, like, no matter how good games we make, like, it doesn't matter. We have no chance of winning. Do you believe that? Yes. Really? See, I don't. I think you you can make a game that is so good. I mean, I think hypothetically, yes. I do not think they have the capability. They have the capability. I, I'm right. starting to agree with that, Matt. Yeah. 
Like these studios are not turning out the high quality no. products that we had anticipated. And we'll, they're I mean, creating I, volume. They're not creating quality. Yeah, I did. I did, was gratified to see that a lot of other places and, and industry types were starting to come around to my version of things where like Redfall doesn't actually matter. But Starfield's got to be good, mm-hmm. or that's the the. It might be that's it. the that's the dead canary in the coal mine. Um, and to, also to my point before, I did I was talking about this after some this inter- in fact after this interview with a couple of my friends who are not like hard hard hardcore gamers, but they are gamers. They buy games. They, they, they play games. They know game. They know the industry. They fall into. They've been to E three a few times. You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. None of them knew what Redfall was. Didn't even hear of it. They had no idea that Redfall was. They didn't even know it existed. No one knows what yeah. Redfall is. I mean, it we, doesn't matter that Redfall f- fell flat on his face. Matt, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I think we fall guilty of this a lot of the times. We live in this bubble where we are so tuned in. I mean, if you use Sifted, you are tuned in, bro. Yeah, um, but I, tr- I try to be aware of. It's what's hard though for us to separate ourselves from mm-hmm. everybody else, but and I, I think that's that is actually a sign of the better critics are the critics who are able. To create mm-hmm. that separation between right. themselves said, and reality. But I said at the time, like, Redfall doesn't matter. Redfall is, I, it's, I mean, it's just not, it never hit critical hype mass. It's it just like matters that, to it's the... It's like that new Pixar movie. Do you know there's a new Pixar movie coming out in a month? Yeah, yeah, I do, but Have you, most I, people don't. Most yeah. people do not. Well, yeah. man, they're putting it up against, like, um, uh, Flash, yeah. which is going to get buried. But it's like, it's it matters it's a weird one decide to push yeah Yeah. and so i don't know like redfall just didn't penetrate and might some of that might have been like we they knew yeah they knew this was not going to be breakout hit it's like game gaming twitter basically it's like it's a group of people that are detached from reality and i'm a part of it we're all a part of it we're so into it we know so much that we almost or we have a paralysis by analysis yeah. sometimes. But it's just you got to remember that the people, you know, when it comes down to people that are deciding, you know, the, the, the critical mass of people deciding to play something like Starfield, mm-hmm. which is going to be advertised on like NFL games and shit. Um, no, none of these people are going to be looking at that Starfield download screen and be thinking, well, but Redfall wasn't very good. Like, no mm-hmm. one makes that connection outside of people like us. But I think what they do do instead is when they finish Starfield, they go back to Game Pass and they look at what else is there. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, may be well, the epiphany. Well, by epiphany. that point, Redfall will be buried in the algorithm and they'll just be like, I don't know, I guess I'll play Skyrim again. No, my point is that, like, there's nothing there. Right. And Unless they if Redfall something. had been a good game, then there might have been something to fall back on. Well, I think they're hoping Starfield. that Starfield takes them a few months. Yeah. So they can have Forza up or something. Yeah. Right or maybe Forza comes out before that. Who yeah. knows? There's rumors that Forza might be August. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It should be out already, if you ask me. Well, yeah, but... I mean, it's not like you can get super excited about that game because it's it's such a known quantity, but... And I mean, I think that's the problem, Matt, is I'm struggling to find any games Mm -hmm. in the first-party catalog at Xbox that I'm really excited about. Well, that's... I mean, there are games that I'm really excited about in their first-party catalog, but they are hypothetical at this point. Like, I'm really excited about Avowed, but I don't know if I'm going to be playing that before 2026. Yeah. Like... Like there's nothing to look forward to in the immediate future. You're, you're, you know, and and that lack of surprise and that lack of mystery and that lack of wonder has been Xbox's like biggest Achilles heel for years. Because for, for so long it's just been Halo, Gears, and Forza. We mm. know what those are. There are yeah. no surprises left in those games. And like Horizon, a little bit. You know, if Horizon freshens it up a little bit. Yep. 
Uh, Gears 5 freshened it up a little bit, but the formula is still the formula, and there's just nothing to wonder about. There's nothing to, you know, even this trailer for, for Fable, I'm like, God, what's this Fable reboot? How many be? times have we run this trailer and now in Game Face, Matt? probably be 50 by the time I mean, we've that. run this trailer probably like 50 yeah. times at this point in Game Face, and here we are. We still haven't seen a, a frame of this game yet. No. And we're still waiting, obviously, on Hellblade 2. That game yeah, seems like it's in development list. hell. Yeah. But I don't, but again, with all these games, with the exception of maybe Fable, I don't see games that are going to move the needle. I just don't. Like, they no. need that game Hell, of the generation. Hellblade could. Like, there are, there are potentials in here in the same way like an Elden Ring. You know, El, I mean, mm -hmm. who would have thought that a Dark Souls descendant would sell, sell 20 million? million 20, 20 million, million now. now, yeah. yeah. But even at launch, it was like it hit right. ten million yeah. real fast, and like uh, not Zelda fast, but it hit it hit it, and it's like yeah, for a long time, anyone including me would have said like the ceiling for one of From's games is probably five million. Yeah, but they broke out of it. Anything has the potential. Well, they changed you, their formula a great yeah. deal. But anything helped. has the potential if you really like workshop it and make it something special, and this could be that. Anything they're making could be that. But like, it doesn't matter if they're not here. If you're not able to play them, yeah. It's been a struggle, even yeah. with all the blank check that he was handed by Microsoft to do basically whatever the hell he wanted. It has yeah. still been a struggle. I mean, I think we are going to see them give him a chance to get all these things out, you know, at least the main wave of them, I think. But you'll see Starfield, you'll see Hellblade, you'll see Avowed. And I think once if, if, not, if the needle hasn't moved by the time Avowed comes out, because I'm guessing Avowed will be out before Fable, mm -hmm. I think you're going to see some shakeups at that point. Because Xbox hardware is starting to falter. No one's buying the console anymore. And look, we totally get it. That's not Microsoft's goal. It doesn't really care how many Xbox Series consoles it sells. It wants people to subscribe to Game Pass. But it's still a metric that you can follow that tells you how they're doing. And console sales for Xbox have fallen when they should be going up because now they can manufacture as many as they need to. It's... Although you still can't get them. Really? Yeah, I, you can order like the bundles. Like you can get like the Diablo bundle mm -hmm. like pretty easily. If you, you could like, probably go pre-order that Best Buy, Buy it right now. But if you just want to walk into a store and get a regular Xbox Series X, I haven't found any. Yeah. Like it's it's not out there right now. And PlayStation is. Yeah. It's weird. I yeah. Mean, maybe, maybe they're not. Maybe it's just because they know there's no demand. So why bother pushing the shipping? I don't know. Or maybe nobody's ordering them. I, I don't, who knows? Yeah. It's hard for me to see a pathway to where Xbox becomes competitive. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they had a shot. There was a potential. There's a window there. There was, and I think they've missed it. It's like even the Activision Blizzard deal at this point, it's like they've had to neuter the deal and make so many promises that doesn't even have any teeth anymore. Is there yeah. even any vigor in the deal? Is like, there... if you really want that to, be, to matter, like, yeah, like... Call of Duty's exclusive Xbox now. Yeah. There's, like, there's... why would you buy Activision Blizzard and give away Call of Duty? I mean, maybe they've done the math and they're like, you know what? At least for the first couple years, yeah. we'll make more money if we keep selling it on PlayStation. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I don't want to give Donald Trump any credit, but when he says that, like, the winners in business are killers. Yeah. He's not. He just thinks he's one and right. he's not. That's <laughs> yeah. the problem. Yeah. But, like, he's not wrong there. Yeah. Like, like, you, you, like the, the killer move on that was we're taking Call of Duty. And if you want to play Call of Duty, you got to own an Xbox. I, I still don't understand that. I mean, it makes no sense to me at all. So, if you, you're going to spend that kind of money, you're not getting the crown jewel. It's just bizarre to me. So, 
even yeah. if that deal goes and through, I, that's I, not going to bear fruit for years from now. Like, it's just, yeah. it feels like this gen's over at this point. Like, maybe the next generation, they actually have a chance. I kind of thought they might have a chance this time, but. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think they ever have a chance at this point. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you catch up to what Sony's, the engine. Or even Sony Nintendo has. at this point. I mean, Nintendo's dominating too. Yeah, so. I don't think anyone having a Switch stops them from buying a PlayStation or Xbox. But the next Switch, it might. No. Like, I don't know. I don't believe for one second. I mean, second. even if it's like low rent 4K console. It's not going to be 4K. You don't think? Still, don't it won't so. be 4K. No, I don't think it will That's, be. I mean, you're right. It has to be a handheld. And handhelds that run in 4K are like 700 bucks. Yeah, and no. Nintendo will never, ever release nope. a $700 nobody's, handheld. Well, Nintendo knows nobody's buying, you know, I mean, I would. But like nobody's buying that Switch successor to play it in 4K on a TV. They want a nice, they want a Steam Deck, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they're at least five hundred bucks. Yeah, so but like no, I, I maybe it can do two K. I don't, I don't see that they're going to use ancient hardware again because that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it works. It works. Yeah, I mean, if they if they hadn't sold one hundred and twenty some million switches, they there, probably would. There are would've... moments in the new Zelda game where it feels like I'm playing an N64 game again with a frame rate, but no yeah. one fucking cares. Sometimes you walk outside and it just goes like into a frame. <laughs> like, oh my god, frame slideshow. It's really crazy. But you're right. It's going to sell 30 million copies, and no one's going to complain about the frame rate. So, I mean, we can be grudge Nintendo all we time, want. Ran it, ran it 20. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's care. The, if the game's any good, nobody cares. It really does feel like graphics are overblown as far as importance with oh, yeah. the majority of players. Yeah. And again, that's another one of the things like you're talking about, like with the weird core bubble mm-hmm. that just talks about frame rate all day, and then you talk to some and know, watches Digital Foundry's pe- videos, yeah, and but you yeah. talk to people that really make these things. You know, the people that make these a 10 million seller instead of a 3 million seller, and they don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. They don't even notice frame rate no, drops. No, they don't. Nope. They might even... They, they may might, think it's on purpose. Or they might even notice, like, oh, I had trouble in this fight because it didn't work. I'm like, yeah, because the frame rate crept, kept dropping. Oh, the what? The like, what? They, they know that something went wrong, but they, they don't, don't know, know that, what it, that, is. What it was. Yeah. They don't have the language for it. Yeah. So, so it's, it's really, I think, sad to see what has happened with Microsoft and Xbox here. I really felt I mean, like they de- had an opening. And Yeah, but, I mean, it depends, like, what they're after. If they're getting what they want... I don't think and, they are. I don't know. Like, how, I mean, it's hard to tell from this because we don't know numbers. We don't know actual yeah. revenue. Like, it's possible to just exist as a second banana in that market and still be profitable. Yeah. Um, infinite it's, growth. It's possible is- for all three to win. Yeah. All three can win, Matt. All three of them can make money. And I think it's positive that you're seeing him kind of admit that, like, we don't, our goal is not to unseat Sony because we don't think we can, can do, do it. that. Yeah. So that's more realistic. I think that might have been the hardest thing for Xbox fans to hear. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I like Xbox. I've always liked the Xbox. Mm-hmm. But, like, I like them I all. Don't care, I don't care <laughs> I like who's all. selling the most. I don't consoles. either. I don't like, care. I just hope they all turn a profit so they can all keep like making games. I would like to not see Xbox go away. Yeah. Like, that's all I care about. Yeah. Like, I'd like the three of them to remain in to the market. To compete with each other. To push each mm-hmm. other to be better. I agree. So, I mean, here's the thing. Microsoft has deep pockets, which is what put Phil Spencer in a position to be able to do this in the first place. Xbox is not going away. Microsoft is committed to it. Um, the good news is, if one of the three were going to go through this, Microsoft is the one that can that can go through it. It can afford to make mistakes yeah. and lose money and say, "Oops, we messed up there," but that's okay. We'll pivot. Of the three, it's the most capable of doing it. So, I guess if you look at it that way, maybe this is best case scenario right now. I don't know, but it's disappointing. 
Um, I hardly ever play my Series X anymore. It just sits there. Like it, I have now, my PlayStation Five has become my daily driver a thousand percent. Like I still use the Xbox more. Yeah, I haven't I recently because I've been playing Jedi Survivor on the PlayStation and mm-hmm. Zelda on the Switch. Yeah, but um, no, I use my Xbox. I'd say seventy percent of the time. Yeah, I use it five. It's, it's maybe. purely because of the storage space. Yeah, that's bigger it. hard drive. It made a difference in the end, didn't it? It did. And I, and I would... also I'm I still like the controller better. Like I I I do not. I like I, the dual sense. I like the dual sense the best of any PlayStation controller, but I still don't like it as much as the Xbox controller. I don't like the rumble. I have the Elite controller and I think the rumble in it. Sucks. Oh, the rumble sucks. Yeah. It, <laughs> it really sounds bad. like it sounds like a whiny. And it's so like, loud. It sounds like a door yeah. opening. It's like, it's so weird. Yeah. like what well, this this should be better. Absolutely that should be better. <laughs> uh let's see. A couple other housekeeping things before we get going and start talking about Zelda here. Um, this week, Epic Game Store announced that if you buy anything from Epic Game Store, you get 5% back. So why doesn't everything just go 5% on sale all the time? I don't know. Some <laughs> kind of legal mumbo-jumbo would be I my guess. guess. It is crazy, though, how much money Epic is willing to flush down the toilet to try to take over Steam. Mm. It is really crazy. Like, they give away two games a week that they have to pay for. If you go and claim those free games at Epic Game Store, Epic has to pay for those games at a discount, obviously. They've worked out a deal. Mm. But they have to pay for those games, and they've been doing it ever since they launched. And now they're giving back 5% on everything you buy? Well, luckily, they have Fortnite money. So. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Like, even Valve. Valve has more money than God. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably sitting there like, damn, okay. Like, right. You guys want to play ball. It's pretty crazy. But anyway, if you're a big Gabe's PC. next yacht can lose the gold trim, and we can do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're a big PC gamer and you have not used Epic Game Store yet, what are you waiting for? They literally—they just gave away Death Stranding last week. Mm-hmm. Like, they're starting to give away, like, huge games. Again. Yeah. Because I already had Death Stranding from one of their giveaways, yeah. like, a while it, ago. Like, seriously, you should be checking it out. Like, I'm not saying pull yourself away, because that's the other thing. Valve is a lot like PlayStation. Like, everybody has their library on Steam. Mm-hmm. So trying to drag... This is what you have to do to drag them away. Right. We're seeing we Epic that. show you what it believes it has to do to drag it people works away. Sometimes, you it, know, like, I played, I played Death Stranding on my new computer because I wanted to see what it looked like. The only reason I was able to do that is because I'd gotten it free on the Epic Game Store because I ain't paying for that shit again. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, yeah. So anyway, if you're a big PC gamer, definitely worth something checking out if you haven't checked it out already. Mm-hmm. Um, we also finally got some information on Grand Theft Auto 6 from the official channels at Take Two, Take Two's yearly financial report, they basically said it's coming out in the next fiscal year. Mm. Be- and people are like, oh, I don't know. The wording is kind of ambiguous. But then they gave the projections for revenue for next fiscal And it's absolutely Grand Theft Auto 6. There's no way they would ever generate that kind of money without so Grand Theft so Auto 6. we're talking 6. by March 2025. By then, yes. Um, probably then. Probably exactly <laughs> then. Yeah. That's uh, First couple they are, months they are of... traditionally March games, yeah. if I remember right. First couple months of next year, like probably in around less than a year, we're going to be playing Grand Theft Auto 6, uh, which I think most people will be surprised by. I don't think people thought it was going to come that quickly. Um, so that's big news. I mean, that's a year earlier than I used to, I previously said. Yep. I think when we first started hearing rumbles about it, I'm like, 2026. Yep. Um, well, no, I, mean, no, we, I think we were saying 2025 at the earliest, but probably, yeah, probably 2026. 2026 so. I mean, it's coming in early 2024. 25. No. Next, this, F- next fiscal f- year. Fiscal year of 2024 is March next year to March 2025. Uh-uh. No, it, no it's, it's coming before less than a year from now. The game is coming. 
They wouldn't talk about fiscal two years from now. They're talking. They're talking about next year. Next fiscal year is March next year to March the following year. No, they had just wrapped because the fiscal our, year. Our fi- the current fiscal year goes to March next year. Okay, that may be true, but it is coming in the next year. That's the news. Disagree. That's what everyone's reporting. They're misinterpreting that. Eh, okay. If they, if, Everybody if, misinterpreted if, it. Yes. If in May 2023, they said next fiscal year, this game is coming out, they mean fiscal year 2024, which means the fiscal year that starts in April I understand what you're trying to say. And goes to but that's not the way people translated it. They are wrong. Hmm. I don't think they would bring it up. I think, they would. I think they would because if that's that is I mean that is really soon that's two years that's a long time Not that's two, a whole development cycle for if some I games. had if I had if I was like hey by the way if I was having a fiscal report and I could say in less than two years we are releasing the next installment of the biggest selling game of all time to my shareholders I would do that I mean I understand I'm not saying like it would be dumb to announce it two years early. we all knew it was coming anyway but I'm just saying like the way everyone interpreted it is coming out before well, like March of next year. Well, I will say that they all interpreted that wrong. Okay. As someone who has been in a lot of those meetings. So you're saying maybe we shouldn't be that excited then. I mean, I'm saying being excited <laughs> it's going to make it by March 2025. That's, That's a good. long way away. It's a long way away, but it's better than I thought. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, Ubisoft in trouble. We know that already. It's been in trouble for a while. It can't get games done. It can't get games out into the market, so it can't make money. Um, Ubisoft shared on its financial call you that... You forget that Ubisoft is a thing these days? Yeah, it's because they're they irrelevant at this point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Ubisoft announced that it's beefing up the development teams working on Assassin's Creed by 40%. And there's already like 1,500 developers working on Assassin's Creed. Right now it has like five or six Assassin's Creed games in development mm-hmm. at once. So, I mean, it makes sense that they need to staff up. Well, there's rumors that that Star Wars game is coming sooner than right? we think. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that. But. Yeah. From Ubisoft Massive, right? Yeah. Project Helix. Really yeah. Is. Yeah. That, that was another rumbling this week that that game is like less than a year away as well, that it might be coming before like next March. Mm-hmm. Um, do you I think mean, I is, wouldn't argue with that, but like. Yeah. Do you think this is the right move by Ubisoft to put all his cards on Assassin's Creed? I mean, you got to put your cards on something. I think it's the right call. Probably. I mean, it's it's their most proven IP right now. I think it's I one of the IP that they have that people still believe in and, and can rely on. It's certainly one of the only things they could talk about that I would perk up about. Yeah. Because Not because I have a super... Like, it's just... You know, I love Assassin's Creed, and there's a very few games in that giant sprawling franchise I don't enjoy, at least to some degree. Yeah. So yeah, you can talk about a new one. I'm interested. Mirage sounds interesting. That also, by the way, rumors swirling is coming in October of this year. That so. would be very impressive because I I had pretty much given up hope on that for this year. I'm kind of thinking it's still not going to make this year, and it is on my fantasy team. So um, we'll see how that goes. But the, the the rumor right now is like October. For I mean, I'm Assassin's Creed. super in favor of that. Yeah, and like, I'm also in favor of what Ubisoft is doing. Like, if you had to double down on one of your franchises, I think they chose the right one. I don't know what else they have. That, yeah, uh, I mean, Far Cry, the last one did not do well at no, all. last two, really. Yeah. I mean, not Far Cry 5 did well, but, like, the, the spinoff was yeah. not. Yeah, so a lot of the strength of its IP is waning. You know, they've been working on this reboot of mm-hmm. Splinter Cell. That disappeared, but yeah. does, do well, people the, care that much about Splinter Cell? I don't know that they do. I've been saying nobody cares about Splinter Cell for a long time. Yeah, like, every like, time it's like, oh, Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell. I'm like, no one fucking cares. The Prince like, of Persia, Sands of Time remake. That just vanished That just somewhere. vanished in the thin air. 
This, also the Watch Dogs, the last Watch the Dogs. The advantages of, of Assassin's well. Creed is that you also pretty much reinvent it every time because, mm-hmm. like, the setting changes, the characters can change. Like, you're not stuck with anything. Yeah, like that. it doesn't like, feel repetitive. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if the Mirage doesn't work, you still got the the, J- the Japan one in the wings. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're although apparently that one is having some problems. The smaller so. ones that they're working on. Yeah. No, the, the, then there's the one. The that's Japan set with... one is big. The yeah. Japan one is like. Oh, it is. Is the Japan one is a bigger project? Oh, it is. Yeah, I thought it was I, more one of those little indie things. Okay. No. And then there's the one that's set in like witchcraft or whatever. That that's looks really a unique. Project. Oh, really? I think that looked like the most interesting one. It does. It, it, I mean, obviously, I'm interested in in Assassin's Creed Japan, feudal Japan or in, yeah, ninjas yeah. and stuff. But also, like Ghost of Tsushima, kind of pulls the bloom off that rose a little bit because they yeah. did that so well. Yeah, they were kind of like now, okay, now you got a comparison point. Yeah, you know, maybe it'll make their game better though because they have that point to. Work I mean, from. they better. You know, or they're screwed. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's what Ubisoft is up to. Um, and then a little bit of bad news, although maybe Matt, I don't think you'll consider it bad news. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I was stunned anyone even thought this was a thing. Really? Because I, I if you watch the debut teaser, it kind of—it seems like it kind of hints at it. It absolutely does not. No? It, it, I'm, I'm literal. When I read this, I was like, I cannot believe you asked them that, you <laughs> fucking weirdos. Well, like, Insomniac answered, and a lot of people thought that there might be cooperative play in Marvel's Spider-Man 2, and Insomniac jumped in to shut that down and say there is, mm-hmm. in fact, no cooperative play. No, I can't believe anyone thought that. Well, I think people just thought it because this whole trailer is two Spider-Man. Right, but you're just going to switch between them like you did before. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean... obviously, Miles wasn't Spider-Man yet in the first one. Yeah. But like, no, you'll just be able to switch between them. And maybe there'll be different storylines, or maybe... I don't I don't know if you'll be switching between them manually, or if you'll be switching between them as the story make, makes you, mm-hmm. or if there'll be a Miles story and a Peter story. Like, I don't, you know, obviously, you can do different things for that. I mean, like, I can see where people might think it might be possible. I get. I just that's so not the vibe of this series. Like, I, I mean, I get that, but you also have to be feel like okay, maybe Insomniac would like to break some boundaries and do something different with the next one. So I was. I never even occurred to me yeah. that, that would be a thing. Okay. Well, the good news is it's not happening for you. <laughs> Single player only for Marvel Spider Man Two, and I suspect we will see the first big gameplay chunk of that game twenty four hours from now. In the Sony show. Well, yeah, because all we have is that. That's it. And it, it, you see how quick it is. It's like 15 seconds. So, uh, we'll if have they a... really want to make me laugh, they'll start the new trailer with that shot. Yeah. Of the two. Yeah. <laughs> like, please, like, give me that. Do that. Make that the cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's it for our housekeeping for today. As always, I want to check in with you guys before we get on with the show proper and see what you guys are saying today. Um, lots of Twitch Prime in here, which is awesome. We we just got the payout for for Twitch Prime, and it is again was the lowest that we've ever had. It is just constantly shrinking. I don't know what we got to do to change that. I really don't know. I'm kind of at my wits' end. I feel like I've tried everything at this point, um, but I put a lot of time and effort into Twitch Prime. And it just goes down, so maybe I need to also, reconsider Del- that. Delfino notes that I, when the first one came out, I was confident more Miles Morales would indicate a co-op sequel. That was before they made a Miles Morales single-player spinoff. Right. That when he got his own game. That indicated to me what their plan was yeah. there. So that, obviously they went in a very different direction there. Uh, I want to scroll up and make sure I thank everybody because those of you who are still doing Twitch Prime, it makes a huge difference. Like we really oh, need that lot. money. And it was a there was a yeah. There's tons of them. I saw them when the show train. first started. And I want to get to all of them if I can. Um, El Guapo, 3385, thank you. Um, Demon Souls PC, Vincent was saying. That's possible. Time's about right for that. Or a Demon Souls remake. 
That was a remake. Yeah, you're right. Duh. Yeah, you're right. So you're right. <laughs> the remake the right for PC. Yeah. In three years. It'll be three years. Yeah. So. The timing is right for that. That's a good call, Vincent. Um, review group. What will be Sony's one last thing? Game to close the show. I really don't know. I think if it's anything, it's going to be like Jade Raymond's new game. Could be. I mean, also, actually, you know, the other thing I bet will be in there is some kind of Gran Turismo DLC expansion thing because to go along with the movie in August. Yeah. Swan Senpai says, I'd love a new Uncharted. Do you agree with him or her? I don't know if you're a guy or a girl, Swan Senpai. So. Mm, I think it's maybe better to just let Uncharted lay. I'm not really all that excited for another one. I mean, we all know I didn't like four. I did like Lost Legacy a lot, but like I'm done with Nathan Drake, I think. I I wouldn't mind spinoffs to focus on other characters like Chloe. Like I, I enjoyed playing as Chloe, um, but like like there's room for that formula. But like I think the Nathan Drake story is over. Like or even like a game starring uh, Nathan and Elena's daughter. I would, I would mm. maybe play those. Uh, lots of people talking about Phil Spencer saying that he sounded defeated, but other people saying Veritas says that he was 100% right in that interview. I don't think anyone is arguing that he wasn't correct. No, I don't. Just I, as I a wouldn't. leader, sometimes you keep that stuff to yourself. Like, you don't always go out in public. Yeah, but maybe the interesting part of the interview is his choice to actually say that, not that they believe that. Right. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Rafa, good episode of Asking Anything. I hope some of my questions will be used in later episodes. They absolutely will. Um, I should have mentioned, by the way, that you guys have come through in spades. So creating that new forum thread for you guys to ask me questions for Ashane Ain't Anything was one of the smartest things I've done in like recent memory. I now have dozens of questions where you guys are going to get Ask Shane Everything or Anything every week for a long time to come. So thanks to all you guys who went in there. Don't stop. If you think of a question for me at any time, hop into that thread and put it in there. I'll eventually get to it. I promise you. Um, review group. Starfield has a lot of pressure on it. It sure does. It's kind of make or break for this whole sort of business model that Microsoft mm -hmm. is, is exploring right now. It's, it's a lot of pressure. Um, let's see what else. Microsoft is a charity at this rate from Obi-Wan 9000. I mean, it is hammer, hemorrhaging money. Like, when do you make all that money back for that Activision Blizzard purchase? 70, basically $70 billion. How long does it take you to make that money back? Well, I mean, you're raking in money from all the platforms at that point, so maybe yeah. not that long. Yeah, I, I don't know. It seems crazy, though. Uh, Danboy90, my Game Pass sub ran it in December. Not sure when I will resubscribe. I think there are a lot of people like you, Danboy, who are just like, I dropped it and I don't miss it. I haven't even used Game Pass, and I played um, that one Detective Metroidvania like a couple weeks ago. That's the last time I even booted up Game Pass. The last case of Benedict Fox. Oh, that. Yeah. That's right. yeah. I already um, forgot about it. Cinetike, I don't imagine Xbox removing Call of Duty from Sony too much money to lose. I, that's the equation, though. It's like if you take mm -hmm. it away from Sony, you lose that money. But how much more do you make now that people have joined the Xbox ecosystem because they want to play Call of Duty? And are they, they just don't care. Like you, know, like you said, they don't care about pushing the hardware. Yeah. It's a, it's a, we need data to know what the right answer there is, and we just don't have it, and they're never going to give it to us. Um, Fire Native 4K on the dock. People are, I guess, questioning whether the next Switch will have 4K at all. It would be <laughs> crazy if it didn't, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't. Crazy is kind of what Nintendo does. Uh, the Abrams $700, $700 handhelds aren't pushing 4K. Yeah, they are. Not, not with all the bells and whistles, but Steam Deck games will play in 4K. The Asus Rogue games will play in 4K. They're around 700 bucks. You need to buy the more expensive I mean, ones. You'd have but... to output them for that. I mean, mm -hmm. there's no reason to do that on a screen that small. Yeah. 
Um, El Guapa says, if the next Zelda runs on the same hardware five years from now and it's still as amazing as Tears of the Kingdom, it's all good to me. Okay. We'll get to that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next. Um, AJ the Legend says, graphics matter till they don't. Let Spider-Man 2 look terrible and watch the backlash. Right. If, Spider- <laughs> if Spider-Man 2 comes out and it performs like Tears of the Kingdom, let's see how much everybody's cool with That's that. That's a really, really good point, AJ. That's mm-hmm. really good, man. The old Zelda bump is strongly in play right now. I can't, oh, yeah. can't wait for nine months from now when we actually talk about the flaws. And people actually will be honest about the game. Yeah. The shortest uh, Zelda grace period for that ever was Skyward Sword. It took it only took four months for people to start admitting that that game sucked. Yeah. Uh, Furax says Shane is wrong. Um, based on the latest report, the it fiscal appears, year thing. Oh, uh, at least in the fiscal year of 2025. I didn't read that at all. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So we have a long way to go, man. Yeah, <laughs> a long way. I don't know why they even brought it up then. Purely to excite the shareholders that a big bump was coming in less than two years. That's all. Furax 75. Funny how Shane and Matt always end up fighting about technical details. Huh? I don't know what that means at all. I guess I think they meant the fiscal year Uh distinction. Technical details, huh? We both agree on what a fiscal year is. Yeah. We're disagreeing on which fiscal year they were talking about. Right. That's not a technical detail. That's just interpretation. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, people asking how I'm feeling. You have to watch the opening of the show. I talk about it at the open. I don't want to beleaguer it throughout the whole episode, but I do mention it at the beginning. Furax75, thank you for Twitch Prime. One Super Master Gamer, thank you. Corey Film, thank you. Very Gooster, thank you. Sound Wizard, thank you. Uh, Minority Games, thank you for all the bits. That's sweet. Let's see if we got anybody else here. I think that's it. Consoleized? Did I miss last week's show? No, you did not. We haven't had a show for a couple weeks because I had surgery and I've been recovering from it. And again, for those of you who joined late, this show is not going to be the usual three hours. Um, it's going to be shorter because I'm already sitting here after what has it been thirty or forty minutes? Mm-hmm. I'm already starting to feel a little uneasy. So we're going to get through as much as we can today. And again, we'll be back on Thursday um, to go through all the Sony stuff and we'll recap that for Swan you guys. Senpai, will Spidey get delayed because Zelda's winning game of the year? No. No. They do not care. <laughs> no. About that. Yeah. I mean, you can't buy Zelda on PlayStation 5. No. Well, also, like, game of the year isn't money. They don't care. Like, yeah. Spider- they want Spider-Man's revenue this year. They don't care what Zelda's winning at the game awards. I mean, let's be honest. PlayStation needs some exclusives, man. Like, it needs to release some first-party exclusives. Even if they had an exclusive every month, it's still... Who was going to win game of the year doesn't matter to any of these. I mean, obviously it matters in terms of, like, a recognition thing. But as a business decision, you would never delay a game to try to win game of the year. That's never. That's never never going to happen. Yep. Vidaraba, thank you for Twitch Prime. Oh, games love having the game of the year stickers on Senpai, but they don't have to win game of the year to do that. No. All you need is one out. To give it All game you need of the is year. a nomination, and you're, that's it. You got, <laughs> there it is. You got you game li- of the year edition forever. You get your point. little icon that you can put on your box, and off you go. Hopefully, yeah, it sell. doesn't mean anything. It means some blog on Tumblr somewhere thought you were the like a game of the year nominee. Yeah, that's very it. gooster says game of the year is a branding at this yeah. point. Yeah, um, it's the, some of the games that have game of the year edition. Oh, some. <laughs> There's there's some reaches. Oh, I can't laugh too hard. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm in a rough way. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I think we're ready to kick off the show proper. But before we do that, it's time to hear a word from our awesome sponsor, LS Cream. LS Cream is a fine cream liqueur created by fellow gamer and sifter Stevens Charles. It's inspired by an ancestral recipe from Haiti called Cray Mass and a double gold winner for its original taste at the New York Wine and Spirit 
international competition. Ellis Cream can be enjoyed on the rocks or as a mixer for drinks with its rich blend of fresh cream and neutral grain spirits with notes of coconut, vanilla, cinnamon, and nutmeg. It's great in coffee or to make espresso martinis. To learn more, discover amazing drink recipes, or to track down your own bottle using a handy store locator, head to creamls.com. That's creamls.com. I'll tell you what, Matt, day four of intense in pain, I mixed up a drink with LS Cream to take mm-hmm. the edge off of it. So the other problem, too, is they only gave me painkillers for like a few days. Uh, because they gave me Toradol. They didn't want to give me like opioids or whatever. Um, but the problem with Toradol and the, the painkillers that are powerful that aren't opioids is they tear up your liver. Mm-hmm. Like they only let you take them three to four days. And they're like, after that, you got to go on Advil and Tylenol. And I was in so much pain still when I ran out of my painkills pills. Um, I mixed up a drink with LS cream to take the edge off of it. Um, and it was delicious, I would add. So go to creamls.com, support our sponsors. Uh, the person who owns LS Cream is a gamer just like you and I. He's a sifter just like you and I. Go to creamls.com. There's a store locator there. The history of the drink. There's recipes there, so you can make those awesome drinks you just saw on the ad. Head on over there to creamls.com. And thanks, as always, for LS Cream for sponsoring Game Face. And with that, it is finally time, Matt, for Game Face to discuss... The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Again, my surgery could not have come in a worse time. And again, I will reiterate, I had to schedule my surgery like last year. They just finally got me in. We didn't know the release date of Zelda even whenever I made my appointment. So I I do regret that unfortunately it's been a little bit uh, since we were able to discuss this game uh, with you guys. The the flip side of it is a lot of you guys have already been playing the crap out of it. Um, and so maybe this discussion at the end, we can go back and forth a little bit and share our impressions with you guys instead of it being a case where Matt and I have already played it and you guys haven't had a chance to yet. Uh, but for now, it's our turn to talk about Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I want to structure this, Matt, um, kind of how we would do our game evals to kind of keep everything organized. So we're going to start with the story, then we'll go into the design, then we'll talk about gameplay, that type of thing. I know it can be hard, but let's try not to like jump to other parts of the game if we can help it. It may be impossible, but we'll try. Um, it's certainly impossible when you play it. It is. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, first of all, this game, what is this Metacritic average right now? 9.7 or something. 11.2. Yeah, like as high as you can get, pretty much. It's not this the is, number one game of all time. It's not. Not yet. But it might just be because it's not got as many reviews as Ocarina. Uh, so Ocarina of Time is still ahead of it? Last I saw, which was a couple days ago. Okay. All right. Um, let's talk first about the story in Tears of the Kingdom because to yeah, me. because it's at 95, and I believe Ocarina has a 99. Oh, it's at 95, Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. The Ocarina is 99. It is number... There's been several 95s throughout history. Yeah, it's actually down pretty... Not even on the first page. Yeah. Where are you? There's been a lot of them. Okay. We got what we needed. Yeah, so it's like in the 60s. It's in the top probably one percentile of all games. top 100. Yeah. But uh, how weird was it? I don't know if you saw that GQ top 100 list. I did They pulled like all the different... All the different people in the industry or whatever. Um, and it reminded me, because people were talking about the Game of the Year thing, like, oh, Arkham, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City had the most ridiculous Game of the Year version covers, because mm-hmm. they had text everywhere. 
No Arkham Asylum, no Arkham City on the top 100. In the top 100? That seems... Uh, Shenmue's on there, and Arkham <laughs> City is not... And I, I, Speaking as the person with the signed Shenmue poster, that's ridiculous. That's why I don't read those lists anymore. What was number one? Was it Ocarina of Time? Breath of the Wild. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. Um, ranked list. Okay. I'm not surprised, honestly. I just thought they might have got it right, but they didn't. Uh, let's talk about... The top the sp- 10 is bonkers. Go look it up when you get home. Okay. I don't need to be angry right now, so I probably will just avoid it like I it have already. It didn't make me angry. It just made me go, what? Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. These are our peers, Matt, that chose those winners. Well, a lot of them are in, like developers, and a lot oh. of them are like, oh, you don't get to play all the games. No, because you're too, the you work it, too hard. The list is all old classics and modern blockbusters. Oh. That's it. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I really found lacking in Breath of the Wild, the game of all time, game, of, of, the forever. <laughs> game of the forever, was that it had no story. Um, if you watch trailers for it, you could be fooled into thinking it had a story. Mm-hmm. When you actually played the game, it really didn't have one yeah, at all. Yeah, there were, in fact, like eight cutscenes. Yeah, I think. and they didn't really say much. Now, the only one I remember is the one where Link just stares at Zelda's ass for most of the, the yeah. whole thing, which is like <laughs> yeah. looking for something. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing, Nintendo? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way whoever made that scene didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Very weird choice. This one is better. It has a better yeah. story. It has more yeah. of a story. Yeah, however, I do very much enjoy that Nintendo's refusal to let Link talk <laughs> means that their solution to the story is to make the story happen away from Link at all times. <laughs> like, the whole story in this game has nothing to do with Link except when they mention him. Yeah. It's almost like Link... Well, they always show him from behind when he talks to somebody, so they don't do the weird flappy jaw like they right. did with Skyward Sword. Kind of you just see his arms arm. flapping around but instead. But the actual voice cutscenes, like, they take place in another time. Yeah. That Link's not there, so uh-huh. it's just like, oh, so that's the whole main story. And I really enjoy that you, you see those by, like, and I was right, there's glyphs on the ground yeah. to go find a thing in it. And like, but notice that I picked up on that, and it didn't, did end up being something significant. By yeah. the way, our little frame-by-frame analysis of that Zelda trailer ended up being damn good. Pretty close. Like, So we didn't know if like those guys were actually going to fight alongside you taking over the outpost, and they do. Mm. Like, it's, a, it's a mechanic. Here we are jumping ahead already. Right. <laughs> anyway. But... <laughs> Like when you it didn't when take you, long. When you find the little pools of water that give you the, the tears of the kingdom, yeah. they like tell you, they each unlock a new cutscene. They're all out of order, of course. Mm-hmm. So you're like, what are you doing? Okay, well. But I love that you watch the cutscene that comes back and links like asleep, and he just kind of goes, what? Yeah, <laughs> he jerks to attention. <laughs> I'm like, me too, dude. I, I get it. I, so this is set, is it five years after? I think it's like six or seven. It's so weird that like games like this talk about so, in years and because it's like so this I kind of I think it's been almost the same amount of time since the first game came out because yeah. uh, like as if it has existed in real time. Kinda, yeah, well, because if you remember, <laughs> one of the things in Breath of the Wild was getting the that guy, the construction guy, and the Gerudo woman together, and that was one of the side quests, and they have like a six year old kid in this game. Uh-huh. So I think it's been like seven years. <laughs> okay. Everybody, everyone in this game has aged properly. They have. Like they've all, all kids from the first game grew up. Like uh-huh. they did a really good job on that. I yeah, thought. the continuity there is great. Actually, actually, one of my favorite things in this game in that regard has been like with a "Where are they now?" aspect. Yeah, when yeah. You get to places and you see what everybody's doing now. Well, also everybody's like, "Where the hell have you been?" Yeah. <laughs> because Zelda and Link have disappeared for like. A while. Yeah, it's been, it sounds like it's been months, maybe a year since yeah. they disappear at the beginning. The, of the castle game. comes up out of the ground and goes up into the sky, and they have not seen Link yeah. or Zelda since. And as it turns out, because it's like still like a new thing, the upheaval is still a new thing, but everybody's sort of adjusted to they it. They moved bit. on, yeah. So clearly it's been a while. Some time. So they, meanwhile, Zelda and Link are down in the basement, basically, and yeah. the scene that we're seeing right now, it all collapses. 
Zelda disappears, so we think. Yeah, well, because they find uh, a very nasty mummy. Right, yeah. Very, very mean dead man. And you do learn some of the back history of Hyrule and things like that. Like, that's kind of, like, speckled throughout the whole game. I appreciated Mm -hmm. that stuff a good bit. Um, I'm not, like, a timeline expert, so I don't know exactly how it falls in line with... It doesn't. It doesn't? (laughs) Although I will say, so as it goes on, like, so there's two things. Like, a lot of times the Zelda games, when they do new ones, one of the things they'll do is, like, well... This doesn't replace what happened in the other games, but that game, the other game was a legend of these events, which are really what happened. I've done that mm-hmm. a couple times. And like there's a couple things that like there's one scene which is basically a redo of a, one of the famous scenes from Ocarina where uh, Ganondorf is kneeling to the king of Hyrule. And Naru or whatever his name is. Right. Yeah. But of course you don't see the king. Right. And you see that Zelda's there in mm-hmm. Ocarina. So there is maybe an implication that Ocarina is a distorted legend retelling of what really happened in this game. Mm. The other thing is the fact that because Zelda is sort of time traveling a little bit, um, and Raru says something like, this didn't happen before, they may be using the story in this to try to explain why there's two timelines. Mm. Like okay. this, this might be going far so far back. They're saying this is why it splits. Gotcha. And don't also don't forget that they've also said that Age of Calamity, the spinoff Dynasty Warriors game, is not canon to this game. Interesting. But it is canon to Breath of the Wild. Oh. Because this game changes the timeline. Interesting. Okay. And no one really understood what that meant until this came out. And okay. They're like, oh, okay. So this is messing with time. So that is probably what that meant. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so what it ultimately becomes is another quest to rescue Zelda. Hmm. Also, she disappears. I, I You're trying to find out where she is. technically like 118 years old. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that he was asleep <laughs> for 100 years in the first game. And there's twists and turns that come along with that that we're not going to spoil here on the show. Although I realize probably most of you have already got to that point. Some of you may not have. And we are very... And somebody went after us about spoiling stuff on Twitter like a couple weeks ago. I was like, what are you talking about? We're very, very I mean, there, careful not to spoil things. There are people things. who think casting announcements are spoilers. Right. I mean, yeah. the spoiler thing is nonsense. Back when I was a kid, there was no such thing as spoilers. You, you saw a movie and you told someone how it was, and all they would say at most was, don't tell me how it ends. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> You're right. Now if you say anything, it's like, oh my god, you spoiled it all. There's opening credits? Spoilers. Yeah. I guess it's just yeah. stupid. But the overall quest basically is to rescue Zelda. She's disappeared. You don't know where she is. And again, there are some twists and turns that come along with that, that maybe Zelda isn't quite who you think she is. Um, so there's some intrigue along the way, and then probably the biggest quest thing you have to do is there are four locations. Yeah. Although if you're collecting the, the cutscene teardrops, uh, they blow that reveal in a weird way. Oh, they do, you're right. Way. Like yeah. it's, it's like, oh, so I guess now I just have to watch everybody be wrong for the next 20 hours. Yeah, because like, it lets you play in whatever order you want, yeah. and you're right. They did not do a good job of making sure if you choose a certain path that it won't spoil what's going to happen on the yeah. other path. And you can't really say that a game, like, the the work itself spoils itself, but it's, like, it's probably not the ideal way to discover that information. Yeah. You know? Um, and At I'll some point, I know there was, there was, like, a more dramatic reveal of it. I'm like, yeah, I know. I was I was going to the geoglyphs, and it showed me that. I, I know. I know. I know. Everyone's so shocked. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but Link can't talk, so he just has to sort of yeah. sit through it. And there are sort of like smaller stories that are contained with each kind of race inside Hyrule. For example, you go to visit Mm -hmm. the Gorons and they're all addicted to rock. (laughs) They're literally addicted addicted to to crack. I mean, it's like 
the euphemism is there. Yeah. It's like they're addicted to rock, crack, rock, yeah. rock. I mean, it's like, really? It wasn't even trying to be subtle. Like, And your I, goal there is to try to get them all from not being addicted to rock. Yeah, there's a big problem we have to solve at every place. Yeah. I do appreciate that every t- the Gorons, I guess, not so much, but everywhere else like you really do change the location after yeah. you, after you solve the main little quest there like, yeah like I, I am very i am very impressed by i mean for all the they reuse the map complaining early on mm-hmm. they made it very very different and mm-hmm. like i'm very impressed by how different things are when you get there and then once you c- c- complete the things you're supposed to do yeah it transforms um, those areas and it lot really of feels like you made a difference mm-hmm. basically yeah um, so oh, generally, I would say the story in this is a pretty significant bump up from Breath of the Wild. It is definitely, it, it is more present. It is woven more through the, I will say that it still is about on the level in terms of performance and presentation with like the shows my nephew watches. The writing like and some of the stuff is so bad. It's real Saturday morning cartoon. It's best. weird. It's Because look, normally like the, the people who translate the games at the Treehouse here in North America they typically do an amazing job. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's a translation issue. No, there. but it's I just, it's written for like, literally it, like five-year-olds Yeah, at it, times. it feels like it's written for grade schoolers. Yeah, like, easy, like they use the word kill a lot. Like, you're going <laughs> to need to kill them. And I'm just like, what, dude? Like, I don't that know. Is, that is interesting. I, have, I actually did notice that because usually, especially for stuff aimed at younger audiences, they will say destroy. Yeah. Instead of kill, but uh, yeah, they they just like we're gotta kill them all. We gotta it's kill like, them. Yeah, we gotta kill that I'm person. Like, oh, okay, whimsical <laughs> bird man. I guess we'll kill them all. And then they have somebody reading it, and it just sounds absurd. Yeah, but like some, especially with the stuff, and there are weird little things where like, like every time you you do the solve thing with the we solve something with one of the sages in the various places. You get a big info dump about what happened back yep. in the day, mm-hmm. and after it, it, the well, the imprisoning war is that what they call it. Yep. And at the end, every single one of the the companion your sages at the end of that info dump goes. So that was the imprisoning war. Yeah, and it's just like it's a very specific ja- translation of a Japanese phrase that basically means I understand what you just told me, mm-hmm. but it's often translated as like. So that's the power of the Dragon Balls kind of thing. Well, all those cutscenes are basically so identical. Weird. Yeah, they're all very identical. Because you can do them in any order, so right. you can't they assume kind of have to be. Yeah. And by like the third or fourth one, you're like, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I heard this already. <laughs> like, can, I, can you just shake my hand, give me your power, and we can go? Yeah. Like, we're, like, I'll, you can figure this out, but we got to go. I got to go... Uh, I don't know, ride a horse somewhere or something. (laughs) But but generally, the storytelling um, is better. The story itself is better. Cutscenes far more prevalent. I believe better produced. But you know, I think so. They're more more involved. There's like the 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 side quests are more interesting. There's a lot more of them. There's the world feels more alive. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, it's still empty in between places, but there are more places. There are more people at those places. It feels Hyrule feels like a more lived in world. Oh yeah. it's a, it's a massive, massive upgrade from from kind of the emptiness of the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, my my favorite thing in this game is wandering around the world and exploring things and finding stuff and finding like, oh, there's another stable here. I didn't even know there was a stable here. It was mm-hmm. not nestled away in here. Finding like, you know, marking a new uh, uh, shrine somewhere and, and working my way over to it and seeing what, what new characters or what old characters sometimes Yeah, you do some, sometimes stumble into some like, classics. Oh, that's where that guy is. You yeah. know? Like, so, so, like, I, yeah, that's very, that's very well done, I thought. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a huge improvement for sure. Yep, I agree. Let's talk about the design of the game. Obviously, just like Breath of the Wild is an open world 
It's not an RPG, Matt. No, it's a sandbox action It's an open-world yeah. action adventure. There's mm-hmm. no role-playing in this. And this ties into the gameplay as well. There, There's no incentive to fight anything. I would argue that that's always been true of Zelda. There's less incentive in this one. You used to get, like, money and stuff well, when yeah, defeating I mean, enemies. Very once in a while. I mean, you get items and and I never get rupees stuff. killing I've enemies. Rupee, I get rupees when I kill the, the ninja guys. The yo, the was it the yo? I, I don't yo, remember yo, that. I don't remember ever getting you know, a rupee. The, the guys with the Majora's mask. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, when you kill them, they drop rupees. Yeah, I have not. I have not seen that. So um, I have not got a rupee from anyone that I've killed in this game. There's the, there's the crack. Uh, yeah, there's rocks, the crack rock. The crack rocks. <laughs> um, yeah. Link, your shield is on fire. You want to yeah. do something about that? <laughs> That's another thing. So it's accidentally pulling out the wrong thing at the wrong time and the wrong temperature. It just burns to the ground. Like there's just please put it away real quick. Yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, sometimes you can. The, we'll get to that. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to yeah. that. But the, oh my god, the controls in this game. Yeah. What the hell? So this is an open world game. And to what Matt's point earlier, I would say that the open world does provide more opportunities for it to stay interesting Mm -hmm. but as we said at the beginning you can tackle this game in whatever order you want so at a certain point you you're presented with here are these four territories that you need to investigate you can go to whichever one you want (laughs) and guess what they are yeah you know you know exactly what they are before yeah you know exactly what they are you know where they are for god's sake yeah because you've already played the game but you can get that, go wherever you want. You can get there however you want. And for whatever reason, to me, that always means that I end up stuck in the mountains, climbing <laughs> over these repetitive textures, literally, Matt. So I chose um, the Wind Town. What's, what's it called? Rito Village. Rito Village was my first destination. It took me an entire day of playing to get to Rito Village. This place, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so I think, so I got there. I mean, it was, I mean, look, getting pla- places are far away in this game. I mean, sure. it's a, like way um, too far. But like, I don't see it. So when I went to read, because Raider Village is also the first place I went. I think it's the, it should be your first stop because the ability you get is the best ability in the game. But like. Do you think so? Yeah, I use it more than anything else. Of, of the, of the, of the allies. I use the Goron in combat. Way more. I use that some, but the like, I have gotten to more places with the wind ability. Because we should bring up what that means, by the way. So after you complete each of those four areas, you obtain the power of the leader of that area. You shake their hand and you get a magical ring. And then they're like this little phantom that follows you around throughout the rest mm-hmm. of the game. You build up quite a squad eventually. You have four yeah. along with you. You plus four allies that, that run around with you. And you just, basically you tap the A save, button to enact their power. wear and tear because they attack. They do, yeah. And they're helpful for the most part. Um, I, like, I like that that because uh, because one of the things i thought was kind of weird in the first in breath of the wild was like you gathered all these people and then they all just sort of hung out somewhere while yeah you did all the shit yeah yeah and this makes it feel less like links working alone i know? like it well, when we get to the gameplay section of our discussion i have some comments about how they actually are implemented but um but the design of it is good i think the idea of it is true and that's one part of this game that i do hope that maybe continues on in future zelda games i like the idea of obtaining allies and them fighting alongside you yeah that that works very well for me but the game is very wide open and you can do whatever you want you can go wherever you want and that can be a blessing and it can be a curse and for whatever reason a lot of the time it ends up being a curse for me (laughs) i end up in these craggly mountains where you're like do i have enough stamina to climb this peak if you don't you fall down you have to start all over again 
like so I, I so that was where the first place I went. I was I just rode a horse. Yeah, path the whole. somehow there, there's I a road up, everywhere. Somehow yeah. I ended up off the road and I ended up running through the mountains for the entire trip. It took me all day to get there, all day. It took me a whole day just to get to the first location. I was like, what the hell is going? That happened to me in Breath of the Wild too. I would find myself out in the middle of nowhere climbing these peaks that all have the same texture slathered all over them like over and over again i'm like what am i doing why am i out here this isn't fun this isn't zelda to me like what is going on on out here so you can get yourself in a little bit of trouble there's a lot of times where i play this game where i'm like should i cut my losses and just go back to a shrine that i had unlocked a fast travel point to because that is one thing that's great about this game is that you can fast travel whenever you want just like breath of the wild so if you do get out there in the wilds and you're like Dude, I'm tired of climbing mountains. You can always go back to like some other shrine and start over again I'll, if you want. Well, and I'll be honest, like I was shocked early on at how little climbing there is in this game. You, well, I'll say like, this, Matt. I have not upgraded my stamina at all. I, ha- I mean, I'm, I have max stamina because I was trying to like do exploration. I'm, I'm you, know, you know me. Yeah. I don't, I don't you play differently. I fly. I do all the exploration. I have the whole map like filled in with all the towers like before I even did like the second. Uh, ally you know mm-hmm. i was just like oh now i got the wind ability i'm gonna go figure out how to get to all the towers because that's just what i do yeah um in hindsight i do wish i'd had the goron with me though yeah he would have helped it made it a little places. easier yeah um but uh no so i've but i don't i can't prove this because i haven't finished the story yet but from what i've seen so far i don't think the main quest makes you climb anything that would take more than the, the standard stamina it wheel. doesn't i have not in, so you pray which is to, good yeah yeah it's awesome again a really big improvement for me personally um so you can go to the statues and pray if you have enough of the um what are there's so many things to collect in this game. I yeah, can't I remember the, the names the of all of them. The shrine, the light something. Yeah, something of light. Light. You complete a shrine, you get know. one. And if you collect four of them, you can go to the statue and pray. And you can choose to either upgrade your health and get a new heart container. Or you can choose to upgrade your stamina. I have not upgraded my stamina at all. And I have been able to adventure wherever I wanted well, to. Well, I also upgrade, I upgraded the stamina first. Oh. Uh, because I knew something was coming. Oh. Interesting. What was that? I'm not gonna. I'll tell oh, you. Oh, it's, it's a spoiler. Oh, okay. I'll tell you after. How did you know beforehand? Because I got spoiled on Twitter, uh, and I'm like, I'm glad I know that. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you, Matt. Again, Put it this way, there is a there is a way to swap stamina upgrades and heart upgrades. Yeah, I, I know that. I found that. There's place. a reason that's in the game. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um. So anyway, I have not upgraded my stamina at all. It hasn't mattered. The base stamina that they give you is enough. That's all you really need to play through the game, which I like. Like, I hated the stamina meter. I also have not come across any areas where it was, like, raining and I was slipping down the rocks. I haven't. Yeah, this come ac- I don't get because, yeah, you still fall down the rocks when it rains. I haven't, had, I haven't come across that at all. I have had that happen constantly. I haven't had an electrical storm where I got electrocuted. I mean, I'm, I've, I haven't gotten electrocuted because I take my metal stuff off. But, yeah. like, the instant a lightning storm hits, all my my, my, yeah. metal, my Hylian, Hylian shield starts glowing. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah, I haven't come across any of that, but Matt has. So it's there, but I guess it's just less frequent than it used to be. A lot I've, of the stuff that was a constant presence yeah. in the first game has been made more intermittent. They have dialed That's it back, what, yeah. yeah. They have listened to fans in some ways, but not always. Mm-hmm. Um, That's, digital reflux is right. The, the falling from the rain happens in the jungle. That's the first place I got where I really became a problem. Oh, okay. I haven't been so, there yet, so the, there you the go. The jungle was wetter. I okay. Guess. Yeah, I haven't, I've not slipped climbing at all, except for... 
one cave that I went into that it was very specific that this yeah, the, is slippery. The cave is the caves that are with the dripping. Mm-hmm. They're they're the worst. They're made that. to be that. But way. also, yeah. I mean, there are there are two different things you can use to make elixirs that let you stick to water to wet ground. So they clearly they put in a number of ways to mitigate. That. Yeah, those elixirs aren't one hundred percent. By the way, they no, help, they, but they're not. 100%. They, you will not slip if you climb slow. If you try to do the jumping, you'll still you'll fall. You still have a chance of sliding. Yep, which is hard for me because I'm impatient. Yeah. So this is an open world game where you can go anywhere and do whatever you want. Um, it's very strange because the day before the game came out, there was an interview published with the developers of the game where they asked them if there are Zelda dungeons in Tears of the Kingdom. And the developers said yes. The and developers Matt, were lying. That is a lie. Yeah, there are no dungeons. That is a lie. They, they might have been trying to... to How do they not know what people are talking about? They might about? have been trying to count the temples as but dungeons, but they, they are in, not. But those dungeons. were in Breath of the Wild. I mean, they're a little more like Zelda dungeons than the the where the divine beasts were, but they are still just like not really solve though. one room of thing. Well, I mean, you want to get into this thing now <laughs> because like I I got some thoughts. Yeah, there are no real dungeons in this. No, it is a not. huge huge disappointment to me. Like, and I, and I will take you one step further. There are no real puzzles in this. Not game. a lot. There are obstacle courses you solve with a cl- the kludgy method of the i'm gonna build something and get over the thing but yeah. there are no puzzles no they're not in this game yeah um which i'll be honest with you i didn't miss that much but i, I do i do well i missed organically i miss it because i missed the dungeons and that's where you would typically right. get the puzzles if, if all the open world and up uh, the sandbox of the main world were all that stuff and then like but we had like seven to nine solid puzzle box dungeon because here's the thing um, I mean, I got a lot of thoughts on the construction system. We we'll talk about that. that for sure. So that comes that d- ties into that. But uh, my take on this is something they will never do. Um, but like, you give me you give me seven to nine like standard like traditional puzzle box Zelda dungeons where you turn the Ultra Hand shit off. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> and <laughs> I would consider this maybe one of the best games of all time. Yeah. They, well, that's a lot of work that needs to be done. They did not do <laughs> they that. They did not do that. There are no dungeons in this. Still, I don't I don't understand what the developers were thinking, Matt. Like I they think, know I, that people I complained think, about Breath of the Wild not right, having they, well cuz they doubled down on the the sandbox construction physics toy element of it. And I think once you do that, you're in a you have a problem because you you can't build a dungeon that can't I mean cuz look, Zelda dungeons are like you know, classically are basically like these puzzle boxes. And you have to move this lever over here and slide this over here and move it and open it. And when you open it all up, there's an item inside that then lets you get to a new place, get to a new puzzle box, and solve part of that puzzle box to get the next item. That's yeah. the Zelda, tr- it's Zelda a build. formula. That's how the formulas work since Ocarina, since um, Link to the Past. Arguably, Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time perfected that, so you kind of got to change it up. So I understand why they've sort of struggled. Yeah, you can't make the same game forever, but... But that's how it has traditionally worked. In this, even if you constructed one of those puzzle boxes, and they don't try to construct a puzzle box that intricate, but when they do set up like some kind of puzzle situation, the solution, because of the Ultra Hand stuff, tends to just be hit it with a hammer until it breaks. Yeah, or just... Or all most of the Ultra Hand puzzles are like, just build a long ramp. That too, yeah. <laughs> I cannot, like, I, one of the early, I mean, this is early on, probably like, you know, first day of playing or something, when I ran into a shrine that was up on top of a tall pillar, and I looked around, uh, no, it was that, and the other shrine was, it was a shrine surrounded by thorns, but mm-hmm. I couldn't burn them because there was water on them. 
Yeah. So because it was there in a little pool. Yeah. And other Zeldas, you'd find a way to drain the pool. You'd find a way to drop a bridge to the pillar. You'd find a way to climb up to something else. So you could glide down to the uh, higher. So you could glide down to the pillar. And in the end, the solution, as far as I could tell, was just um, put a, like put a bunch of logs together and lay them across the thorns and walk into the shrine. Put a bunch of logs together and lay them up <laughs> yeah. against the pillar like a like a ramp and walk up them to the shrine. And I hate that. <laughs> and I know that everybody so it's like oh it's like oh it's like I broke it. it's like I outsmarted the development. No, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's it's it everything feels like it doesn't have a real solution in this game. One point I ran into a shrine that was like a giant pachinko machine and by the title of the thing clearly it wants me to move the little spike things yeah. to make it drop the ball drop but I just walked it. up to it, grabbed the ball and dropped, dropped it in it the, in the hole. Slot. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> No! Yeah, I like, know. I hate it. Right. I fucking hate it. <laughs> We're gonna get into it in a minute. Let's let's finish off the design section here, because <laughs> I think people are gonna start hearing some stuff about this game that either they didn't want to hear or they're in denial about. And I think probably ten or twelve months from now, a lot of people are gonna agree with us on some, a lot of this. Like stuff, they won't so. fully agree with it, but they'll be like, "Yeah, I can see that." <laughs> <laughs> It's like Breath of the Wild. It's like people are, you know, people haven't come around. It's like, no, it's not the greatest game I've ever played. They're like, no, it's the greatest game I've ever played. But I guess I understand how it's not for everybody. Like, yeah, that's yeah. about as far as you can get with that. And um, we're here, there again. Well, the Ultra Hand. I don't want to talk about the implementation of it yet, of actually doing it, like the gameplay part of it, but the design part of it. Like when you first start playing the game, you think it's this like open world thing where you can just freelance it and figure out cool. It's really not like the more you play the game, you get to a place where they want you to use Alter hand and they just lay all the exact parts that you need there to build exactly what they want you to build. Right. And as you get farther into the game, they even build the thing for you and like mm. break it in half and just ask you to reattach the thing together and get on it. So to me, it's just like, just put a vehicle there. Yeah. Just give me vehicle. Just give me a freaking vehicle. Why do I have to, why do I have to it's, build it? It's like I said to one of my, my other friends were talking about it who hadn't played it yet and i'm like here's the thing every when you found a secret cave or something in previous zelda games it usually led to a secret treasure or a special item in this game it leads to fucking carpentry or five and arrows yeah yeah the, the rewards out of chests are not worth the effort yeah i mean that's this, part of design this, this. how they reward you for what you do there's no again going back to what i was saying earlier there's no reason to engage in combat in this none because it doesn't increase link's power at all all it will do is give you new arrows or give you a piece of freaking amber like well it'll give you it'll give you if you need particular uh enemy pieces to fuse to weapons to make your good weapons right that's it but like that's so like, you have to fight one guy to like get five, the part there's like five <laughs> yeah. enemies that are worth killing at yeah. that point once you i mean you got to do the build up but after a certain point like it's never worth killing a, a bokob bokobla whatever the fuck i, I just that. run past them you never you don't care because they don't chase you it's like after i did it for like the first 30 hours i'm like i don't need more arrows i don't need another bomb like i'm why am i gonna waste my time standing here for 30 minutes fighting this group of enemies and i get a bomb like mm -hmm. it, i feel like the reward in the rewards in this like there's sometimes like you said you go into a cave you go through a whole network of caves you get to the end and there's just like some stupid ass thing in a chest <laughs> that i don't like i don't need that like it doesn't help me what you don't like your your decayed longsword yeah like seriously <laughs> like the weapons the game keeps it doesn't the game also does not adjust based upon you so there have been times in this game where i have no arrows and I'll be in a cave, and you'll get to one of those areas where they have the rubble, and you need to shoot a bomb flower with an arrow at mm -hmm. the cave to knock it down. This is before I had the Goron, and I could use him to crash through the stuff. There's chests there. They know I have no arrows. They, the game knows I need an arrow to blow this up. 
I open the chest and it gives me like a wooden stick. It's like, what the F, man? Like, it doesn't even adjust. Like well, That's when you're supposed to attach the bomb to the wooden <laughs> stick and then throw the wooden stick at the thing. Um, it's very sick. Well, I mean, that, that problem got so bad that eventually every time my main, once I finally started getting rupees, because I didn't have any money at all for the first like four hours of this game. I was like, at one point I was like, are, are there rupees in this game? Because it just, no one's dropping any money. I know. Um, they're so stingy with the rupees in but this. Finally I started, like that's why everyone's using the item glitch trick. Right. But before that was invented, I was like, well, I would just I spent all my rupees on buying arrows every time I got to a town because I knew I was running You're out gonna of run arrows. Out. All Why time. don't they give you freaking arrows? Well, the thing is, like the way this game works is like basically you you they do they everything is, seems to be very preset in a lot of like, yeah, like, it's uh, all predetermined what's in the so chest. You know that what's in the giant wooden boxes is arrows. Yeah. So I got to the point where I was not assaulting like Bokoblin like like a little camp. I wasn't attacking them to, to kill them. I wanted their fucking boxes. Right. Because yeah. that's where the arrows were. Yep. So I'd just go in and like whack them with a stick and kill them and then I'd like destroy the box and get all my arrows. And like, and luckily the, those boxes can be generous with the arrow. I mean, I have like 400 arrows now. I don't need to worry about that anymore. But like early on, it was it was a scavenger hunt for arrows. And I'm like, I don't feel like this is what they intended me to be doing. Yeah. Right Why am I spending all my time running around some, trying to find well, arrows? Also, some of it is as, as I started watching stuff online, I'm like, oh, like, you're not even supposed to fight. You're supposed to build like some weird trap contraption and let them run into it. And like, mm -hmm. you're not even supposed to use your weapons half the time. From what I've seen, some of the people play in this game, like, well, you you can choose, right? Like, you can build but some you know crazy contraption that takes you 15 minutes to build, well, also, you or know, you can just shoot them with a freaking arrow. Right, but you also know it's way more <laughs> effective than either of those things. Activating one of those flamethrower things, ultra handing it, and just holding it in front of everybody right. for five seconds. Like, it's like every time I really tried to engage with the building in this, where I was like, okay, this actually is a cool scenario. They've given me a bunch of stuff to build whatever the heck I want. I'm going to take the time and spend 30 minutes here building something awesome. It always was ruined by something else. So you get to the Death Mountain, and there's train tracks that go all the way around the mountain. And I see that, and they give you this big pile of stuff to build something with. I'm like, I'm going to build a freaking death train. So I put carts together, attach them together in, in a line, and I built this crazy Mad Max-like killing machine that had, like, blades on each side. So as it went around the tracks, it would just annihilate all the enemies along the side of the track. I'm like, hot damn. I build it. I jump in it. I whack it so it starts moving. And I get up, and it's like, one, all the enemies are off the tracks. They're 50 <laughs> yards off the tracks, and then they put poles next to the tracks. So everything that I built gets caught on the things and just gets destroyed. I was like, what is this? Like, no, this is not what I want to do. I just wasted 30 minutes of my time on this nonsense. Mm -hmm. There's another time, like early in the game. It's like, okay, I need to get this thing up high. Here, what they want me to do, they want me to build a balloon that uses heat to rise. I build the wooden bottom. I build like a wooden vertical support. I put the candles down on it. It starts to fly. It flies up before I can get on it and takes off without me, which pisses me the F off. <laughs> and then it goes up 10 feet and the whole thing catches on fire and falls to the ground. I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? This is not Zelda. This is not what I want to do. I will say that um, if you get auto build, it solves some of those issues. What is auto build? That is a, a build, one of the abilities in the wheel you can get uh, at the very beginning when you go to that first place in in Hyrule, the Lookout Landing or whatever, and mm -hmm. the little scientist woman 
tells you like I want to go look in those depths or whatever, and so you go down and do that, and like oh, you and you go down the there, and it's pitch black for the, the first statue. time. You can't see anything. You find the statue there, and she says it points. If you follow the statues, you get to a mine that gives you the ability, the auto build ability, where you get you get schemes, and you can save everything. Like you build templates, a, basically templates, but also you can save anything you build as a favorite. Oh, so you can just rebuild it. I never to, got that. I still yeah, don't have it. No, it's key. And <laughs> then after that, well, doing that also unlocks the the some side quest to upgrade your data pad thing to track specific things oh to, i don't have that either to tell you when shrines are nearby and all that stuff so yes you you i didn't do that for like 15 hours until like i was like what is this extra i still don't have either here? one of those yeah well because they're you can they're completely immiscible they're all side quests <laughs> i mean that is the one of the drawbacks of like go anywhere do anything right. is like it doesn't hold you by the hand and but you could I miss did, really important stuff but once i did that like i was like oh okay like this yeah. is easy so now when you get to like one of those puzzles where they give you all the pieces for like whatever you know oh you want me to build up monster truck number b or whatever mm -hmm. you can just go auto build pick the monster truck thing and it'll just put it together for you it just says it just grab the parts off the ground Grabs all the parts off the ground wow. i don't even have that um, i don't have that ability and if you don't have the parts, you can pay Zoe Knight to create it. Interesting. So if you're missing like a control stick or a wheel, that or whole mechanic, that. I never even participated. Well, yeah, because if you didn't, if you don't follow that side <laughs> quest, you never see it. That's never, crazy. It's just down there. Yeah. It's the whole. I mean, the the depths thing. Like, I knew you wouldn't like that. Well, when they first drop you down in there, it's pitch black. Yeah, you can't see anything. Yeah. Why? Because you got to activate the light routes, and that lights the areas up. And you got to then you venture into the dark and find. I had light no light. Route. I finished that whole thing in the dark, Matt. I did not. No, you're supposed to go to the light route and activate it, and it lights the whole area up. I never did it. It guides you to that. I ran. Wow. It tells you, like, you run into the guy down there because you're looking Like, for... I found the one big thing where it lights up. Right. But that just lights up that area. Right. Like, there's, you venture away, it's pitch there's black. There's, like, 50 of those down there. Oh, I only there's lit tons the... of them. I only like, lit that's one. The, that's the whole thing down there. It's, like, getting from light route to light route. That's hilarious. I just, I lit the one, the it's, very first one. I never lit another one. It's like, I'm down there and I'm like, oh, somebody played Dark Souls. Like uh, it's, it's that whole that the depths are basic to me they're dark so so the a little bit I, of Metroid Prime too as well a little bit but like the, it reminds me of Dark Souls where like kind of getting from bonfire to bonfire I mean Metroid Prime Two is like that you have those orbs that are safe zones when mm. you get into the dark side of the game and you have to go under those little like umbrella domes to be safe basically oh well this is way less annoying than that yeah well that um, was annoying in Metroid Prime Two I hate oh, it was incredibly annoying in Metroid Prime Two yeah but, but that's yeah. the thing that's kind of the point though is you can miss you miss very lot. important stuff in well, this it's game easy to forget because I didn't even think about the depths until after that initial quest until like hours and hours later and I'm like why is what's going on like wait a minute there's stuff down there because at some point i realized i hadn't upgraded my battery at all and it was like 25 hours into the game i haven't upgraded like, mine well now i'm up to seven out of eight so I'm like, <laughs> i have tons of them i haven't upgraded it though well because early on it's like oh you need these little you know the, the constructs tell you you need, you need these like you know whatever the, the little buzzy things are and like oh we well, get those i'm like okay so i can buy like 20 from this guy like you need a hundred for one slot like not even a full battery but one third of a battery i'm like how am i ever supposed to get that many of those <laughs> and eventually it turns out you can buy bigger ones with the large zonite yeah. and the best way to get large, i haven't upgraded that at all the best either. way to get large zonite is you could basically do like a circuit and kill all the mini bosses every time the, the blood moon rises uh and do a circuit and you get basically enough to upgrade like usually three 
Mm. And so I've gotten one battery every time the blood moon cycle ah, happens. Interesting. And so I'm now up to seven. And I have to admit, like even running, I've been building flying machines to try to get through the dark of that area with like headlights on them and shit. And I got to say, even my longest flights have not used more than half my battery life. Oh. I don't know what all those batteries are for, but I assume it's for some of the fancy post game people who just want to trick and do well, crazy it, stuff. It drains faster than more things. And I've seen like people on Twitter that built like a giant mech with like with like auto targeting lasers. And like, yeah, it's going to drain your battery pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. But like, also you you, you don't you don't you don't need, need to those. do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just for fun. I'll let the people on YouTube do that stuff. No more than you need to crucify the the Koroks. Yeah, uh, just like Breath of the Wild, you spend a ton of time in the menus. The weapons don't seem to break quite as often as Breath of they the don't. Wild, and they're and at least you can repair them now. Yeah. So wait, how do you repair weapons? Uh, rock Octoroks can repair weapons. No idea. So Again, I had no we, idea. We gotta discover it. It's like, and I don't know how you would. I saw it online, obviously. But, like, so a rock Octorox, not any other Octorox, but the rock ones near Death Mountain. Um, if you drop a weapon or a shield or a bow uh, in front of them, because they well, the way they work is they suck air in and then they shoot, like, a molten rock at you. Mm -hmm. If you drop a weapon in front of them and they suck it in, instead of shooting a molten rock, they'll chew it for a little bit and they'll repair it and they'll spit it back out at you. And it will hurt you if it hits you. But if you pick it up, it's completely pristine again and they've added a bonus to it. What? I had no idea. They only can do it once and then you have to wait and you have to kill them and wait until the blood moon respawns every, all the enemies. Mm -hmm. But I went around that area and put a little skull marker on every every rock octrock I found so I never have to worry <laughs> about my weapons breaking ever again. I never even found that mechanic. But, the two, but oh, still, and, and like the, the weapons get, just don't don't break as often. No, like they, they are the more longer, durable. And once you get the higher level ones, like once you're merging like you know non-decaying weapons with like um, like high level enemy parts, like Linnell horns and stuff, like those things last a really respectable yeah. amount of time. That's, a, that's um, another thing that they changed about the sequel that makes it way better, I believe. Yeah. Although early on you don't know that because those sticks still break way too fast. Yeah. Um, but you still spend so much time in the menus, like. And and oh my god, get the Hylian shield as soon as you can. I still don't have that either. That thing, that thing's durability. I've had that thing for 20 hours and I've never had to repair it. I don't, it, still don't it, have it. it how do you, how did you how'd you find it? It's in the ruins of the castle. If you But if how you, did you find it? I just was poking around. You just found it like on your own? Yeah. I was like, what's back here? And I found a thing, and there was a thing up there, and there was another switch over here, and I jumped on it, and a treasure chest popped up, and I opened it, and I landed shields. Yeah, I mean, I don't have it still, That's and I've been playing it for 40 and, hours. And <laughs> the, other, the other tip I'll give you is, um, the other tip I'll give you is, um, uh, you get the, the legendary weapons, or the weapons that they can make you, like once you solve a quest in an area, they'll be like, oh, I'll forge you the special yeah. Goron weapon, or whatever. Yeah. And they'll say, I'll make and make you another one. Special if bow or whatever. If they, if, that, when they say, I'll fix it if it breaks, what they mean is you'll spend all that all those resources again. To, to so just have it built again. Ten diamond, whatever. I'm no. like, no. So, <laughs> and the problem is the rock octorocks will not repair those weapons. They'll just spit them back out. However, if you fuse a normal weapon to the special weapon... Then feed it to the rock octorok. It will repair, repair both it. of them, and then you can take it to the Terrytown Goron that separates weapons, and then you get your your legendary weapon back. This is all too much work. It's all too much work. It's like I well, know I don't a, want to do that because well, it's a toy. <laughs> it's just annoying. Because it's a toy. It's it not is. a game. You're right. It is really a toy that it's you a fiddle toy. around with more than 
something that you play. I agree with that. It's more Minecraft than Zelda. Yeah. There's enemies everywhere. Like, if you're just venturing, venturing around, like... Like, there's... I'm not saying I wouldn't rather just have a fucking sword that doesn't break. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying I've found ways around this. <laughs> yep. Uh, there are enemies everywhere. Like, is this game, like, you get hit twice, you die. Like, it doesn't really matter how many health hearts you have. Like uh, That's one of the other reasons I went for stamina first was because, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, yeah. There are enemies that just will one-shot you. Yeah. There are, enemy, there's, there are enemies that will... That's why I started just certain, running around them. Certain attacks take you down to one-quarter heart pretty much no matter what. Yeah. It's an, it's insane. I mean, honestly, there was times where I was like, "Am I playing like Dark Souls or am no, I playing no, freaking Zelda?" Dark Souls came to mind. Is that we'll get times. to the gameplay in a minute? In Dark Souls, this is not when it comes no. down to the combat. <laughs> no, no, it, is, it not. is not. Um, but a lot of time you spend in the menus, like when you fuse things to your arrows, like as you play through the game, that menu becomes like mm-hmm. literally like a hundred and fifty things. It takes like a minute to just scroll, scroll from one and side find what you want. Like now. I should be yeah. able to customize what's in that wheel. Like it, I should. I mean, you can. You can order. Oh, you it. can. You can order it by most use. Can you eliminate stuff though? You can't eliminate stuff, but you can order it by I think order of pickup. Uh, power and most use. I have things ordered by most use, so oh. the things I use the most are just up front. So I had never. I didn't of do my anything. Thing are just bombs, fire plants, splash plants, and the bright seeds. This things. is one of those games where if you don't use a strategy guide or you don't go online, like I haven't. Well, in this case, so look at all well, the stuff that I've missed. Well, that thing just tells it just tells you that you you need to read the things they the, the text box. Well, I'll say this: like the first couple of days I played this, I was in insane yeah, pain. I was going to say you might have been a little bit distracted. Distracted, yeah. And so I wasn't paying attention at times because I was just like, oh, I feel like death. So I may have missed some stuff early yeah. in the game but that you, I wouldn't if normally. If you look at that that menu, like there's the button prompts underneath are like sort. There's a sort option. Oh, I totally missed it. will tell you what it is. I just want to... That's also in the, in the inventory screens, but it's the not inventory so much, screens forget a lot. Yeah, it's not so much that the order bothers me. It's the amount that you, that is there. It's like... I I think you could... I mean... That's it the helps thing. to like order you, because you, well, it help, But you can you can attach anything to the fucking arrow so yeah. like they can't separate them out because if you want to stick a fucking roast chicken on the end of an arrow you can but i'm never gonna like no, and so i would like the ability to remove that from the list so it's not cluttering up this gigantic list of crap so but yeah you spend a lot of time in the menus like either your shield breaks or your weapon breaks or There's just so much administration or the weather changes and you need to right. change your armor There's so much administration in this it game. is it's, yeah it's yep I, I just I there are times when I almost want to just go back. I almost just loaded up an Ocarina of Time. I know. And, and I'm it's like, so much more simpler and to me it's it's more fun and elegant. It's more elegant. Yeah, elegant is the word. Yeah. Um the, the cooking stuff too. also annoying, just as annoying as it was in Breath of the Wild. They haven't really tweaked anything there. The cooking. Like yeah. having to constantly cook meals so that you can survive the cold or you can survive the heat or just because you every time you get hit, you lose half your health. You always have to have health items that will repair at least like five hearts or. Yeah. But it's also the same curve as before where like at a certain point I stopped getting hit because I stopped. I learned how Stop, to get I stopped fighting. I stopped, I pretty much stopped fighting. Yeah. Man, I have used the bow so much in this game more than any other type of weapon. It's just, I mean, I only use the, the, the melee weapons if I knock them down to close in. Yeah. Like, for the like, like jumping slash. But yeah. like, yeah, like I'm full of meals. I, I hit, there's a meal limit. Yeah. You know that? You can be full yeah, of yeah. meals. And I'm like, I don't have any reason to eat food anymore because I have, I have armor that can protect me from the various elemental things. Because that's the only thing I ended up spending any money on. They're expensive, and well, that and upgrading some of the some of the stuff. But that's also annoying. Where I'm like, like I have a very highly upgraded 
set of Twilight Princess armor that I got from my Amiibos. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't have the, the resources to upgrade all the, the elemental things. So every time I run into somewhere that's cold, I have to put on armor that's, like, a third of the protection. Right. Yeah. And it's like... And so I have to still to eat meals. Because all the, all the upgrading, it's so... It's glacial. The mm-hmm. upgrading in this game is glacial. And it just it feels like... It feels futile. It doesn't even feel good when I turn in stuff for hearts or stamina, and then I go back to the shrines, and it's like, here's part one of four, and you need five more Mm -hmm. for the next stamina wheel. I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm never going to get there. (laughs) Like, it's disheartening. You can import your horses from Breath of the Wild. However, it didn't work for me. It did for me, but I didn't realize what was happening. And I, I, they're like, okay, oh, you got, I'm like, oh, you've got some horses. You can't board this horse here. It's full. You're full. And I'm like, how am I full? I just yeah. got to the fuck. So I triple there. checked that my save was on my Switch from Breath of the Wild. And there's, seen, I go to the stable. There's no no horses there. I mean, the good news is, who cares? Yeah. It doesn't matter. They give you one anyway. <laughs> yeah, you get And it does anyway. still take a while to tame it, so it isn't, like, running weird. Like, yeah, it won't just, run in I a just, straight line. Yeah, hit the L button. You just keep whacking the L button. Just whacking the side of the head long enough until it loves you. Just... Yeah, it's like any horse. You know? Yeah, um, and then you know what's supposed to be the dungeons are these temples, but really they're not dungeons at all. Like they're these little gauntlets where you have to unlock like four or five locks depending on which one it is. And basically they just mark them on the map. You need to find the location. And you do something to unlock it, and then once you unlock them all, then you you fight the boss, and then you get mm-hmm. the tier. And the boss fights are the closest to classic Zelda things yep. in the game. They are all incredibly easy and disappointing. I have yeah. not enjoyed any of them. I thought fights. the sludge fish was kind of cool. The sludge fish was the closest to something yeah. from the old games. But again, it's all just hinging. And because it does hinge on the ability you get. But the other thing is like the different items and abilities you get in the old Zeldas are tend to be pretty big shifts. And all the abilities you get from the sages in this game are basically just attack modifiers. Yeah. And that's not as interesting to me. Yep. Um,. Although the one you get from the Zoras is probably the most the most multi-purpose, I would say. Like it, it solves the most different problems. You think so? It gives you a free hit. It knocks things back. It puts fires out. It clears sludge. It. I protect, felt like I hardly it, used it, it after protects, I left there. It protects you from heat. Um, there's a lot. You can walk through lava with that thing on. Yeah. Like it's, it's a, there's a lot of uses for that. Whereas the others are all. I mean, the gust can basically make you fly, for, which is the most useful thing in the whole game for traversal. Um, yeah. And but it can you know it can kind of blow enemies over yeah. if you're lucky if they're small enough or whatever. And then it just go- helps is with speed too. The Goron one just helps. I'm like, I, I, look, I just appreciate you because I can not. I can blow up a piece of rubble. By hitting A twice instead of going through the fucking pretzel finger thing of applying bomb a bomb to my arrow, arrow. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I cannot believe that to to, to shoot like a, a special arrow, you have to hold R trigger, hold hold up on the D pad, move around with the right stick to find the thing, let go, aim with the right stick, then let go of right trigger. And if you want to be locked onto an enemy the whole time, you have to be holding the L trigger the whole time. That whole time, I'm like. And there's no button remapping in the game. There's no yeah. accessibility options whatsoever. Well, let's like, just that transitions just, nicely into um, the gameplay section. It feels weird and archaic in that regard. It, the game in, it does. The combat in this feels like trash. 
Yeah, I mean, I've seen all the tricks people can do to make it like fancy or whatever. Like, like we're just playing this. I mean, I, maybe I played too many Dark Souls or something, but I'm like, no, this is not. It, I, first of all, I can hardly game, ever get the parry right. Like, I can't get the timing right. Parry's tough. The the flurry is tough. I mean, the his only, jumps are slow. His dodges are slow. It just feels flurries, mushy. The only fl- jumps I can time right are the ones on like the Linnells because I fought them in Breath of the Wild so much. I kind of know what. The, yeah. But trying to do that on, like a bow cop, like a forget it. Them, I I never. You can't time it. it. Right. Like you because I'm, they, I'm they're erratic. Like, again, after a while, this game like, taught me to not fight anymore. I'm like, I can beat optional bosses in Bloodborne without getting hit, and I can't fucking I can't parry fight. in this game. I can't game. fight four Bokoblins in this game without getting hit in the I, back of the head by I something. feel the same way, man. I, I just After a while, it just taught me to not fight anymore. I, I guess it doesn't quit. matter, because you're not... It doesn't matter. Die, it doesn't oh, I'm just going to miss five arrows or some amber. Like, does it matter? Like, I just... After a while, I just started running past all Mo- the enemies. Most... A lot of the combat, for my, at least my combat in this game, really should be a, a, accompanied by the Benny Hill theme. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just, yeah. rah, well, watch rah, just rah, this rah, scene rah, right here where he keeps throwing boulders at me and just keeps <laughs> knocking me back. Like, stuff like this happens well, all that's the why time. I like the allies because I just let, the, you know, I, I, if I had the allies, I'd throw the Goron at them and then stand back while they whacked them for a while. Like, yeah. throw, throw an arrow in. They don't in do a lot of damage, though. They don't, but they distract them. They do. And that helps for sure. But again, after a while, I just ran away from combat. I was like, why? I don't need to do that. Another rewards yeah. aren't worth I will it. Only, I will only fight now if it's something's directly in my way or if I want a particular item from something. Yeah. Like, I'll hunt Lionel down or yeah or actually i haven't beaten one of the big Ghidorah things i don't even know i haven't even, i'm not I haven't been dumb enough to go near one of them yet yep um so i did not feel like the combat in this feels good at all um if you play modern games that have really re- like responsive combat it feels like mush um even just watching like the combat in b-roll watching him do his backflip to flip away it's like watching it in slow maybe it is maybe the frame rate's freaking dying i don't know but it feels like combat in this game is like slow motion. For you, the other the enemies seem to go full speed. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. And also the other thing like is like not to get into the performance early or whatever, but like like there's like there was there's a side quest where you have to liberate one of the villages from like they call them pirates, but they're just bokoblins again. Yeah. Um, or like, yeah. And, but like, you have to fight. All, and like, at one point, like, I, you know, I guess you can probably stealth your way through. And I did take it more sneaky after failing the first time but i went in and like the guy blew the horn and like seven or eight of them come running in and the frame rate just tanks to like 10 i it's happened over and over i lost the fight because it was fucking chugging like Mm -hmm. i couldn't i couldn't do it anymore and like i cannot believe people think this is acceptable performance like it (laughs) i don't think they do i think they're just willing to overlook it because they like the rest of the game so much i get or because they think it's it somehow gets like a handicap on the switch because it's just the switch and i get that but it's like it still fucking blows yep like it's and i just it just don't see that anymore and like any other company would get roasted for that shit if if the fights in like in, if if the liberating the 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 construction site mini mini like side things in Spider Man two dropped to fifteen frames a second, I guarantee you we're going to hear about it in the fucking oh for reviews. sure it's a different standard. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and I, I just, I agree I'm with you. just so tired of that because yeah. it's not acceptable. It's a perfect ten though, Matt. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, let's talk in about the building world. with the Ultra Hand, the actual physical act of building stuff with the Ultra Hand. Um, in the words of Lindsay Ellis, thanks, I hate it. <laughs> it's a vast improvement over the thing that was just kind of slapdash in Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a gigantic improvement. That still doesn't make it fun. No. Here, this here, is like this is all about, like, do you enjoy games like Minecraft? Do you enjoy yeah. building games? Do you enjoy game tools? 
if you do, you're gonna love this game. And oh, I can yeah. see where if somebody likes that stuff, this is like a ten out of ten. Oh sure. If you're, if you're, I, I, that's the thing is like I realize that I am an old man, and the times <laughs> they are changing, and the kids are into Minecraft, and this is the hotness, and that's what Zelda is now. I get it, but I don't like it. And it I don't either. And it does not give me any kind of satisfaction whatsoever. Yeah, I never. Like I said, every time I really dove into it, I felt like the game punished me for it. Yeah. I, well, I also I don't feel like I'm doing anything functionally or constructive like i know or i know where like people are like oh you they give you multiple solutions you can solve it however you want i'm like i don't want to solve it however i want i want to solve it right and like as quickly I, as possible and as quickly as possible means feel, just putting together like a really no, long ramp i feel like there's no interplay i feel like there's no interplay between me and the designers yeah because it's just like here's a thing like build a thing to go around it and like that's not a puzzle to me that's an obstacle well course. you can always find and a very simple way to solve all the stuff yeah it, you it's it like feels it, like short circuiting it i know some people get kind of a oh i outsmarted the developer thrill from that but i do not i, I don't feel either like, i, feel I don't like care i feel like it's just sort of an empty it feels lazy and it's like playing a dungeon it's like playing dungeons and dragons with a lazy dm who expects me to do all the work yeah and the thing is um the construction system and the physics like this might be the one of the most bug-free games I have ever played. It really is like, astounding. The fact that all of it these is things so clean. interact together I know. and attach to each other yeah. and have physics that affect each other. Like, it is one of the most impressive programming feats and design feats I have ever seen. Yeah, and it I is hate amazing. Every second, yeah, I, I just don't enjoy I'm doing subjected it. Yeah. to it. Like I this, understand the work and, involved and that it, it's sure. impressive. And my, and my, like, I mean, like the the like the, you know, the developers that were like boggling over on Twitter was like attaching one of those you know the suspension bridges, attaching it to a rolling monster truck wheel thing with an axle attached to the axle, and it rolls it across through the through the water. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. The physics of the wheels, the physics in the water of the wheels, the physics of the wheels on the axle, the physics of the bridge on the axle being dragged across, yeah. the physics of the bridge unfolding, the physics of the bridge floating on the water, the physics of the bridge But Matt, at taught. the end of the day, but like, this is how you solve most of the problems. Right. You but just the, build but a that bridge. Is, I'm not, but I'm not, that, I maybe have never seen anything. I, that's my most impressive physics interaction thing I've seen in a video game since the train in Uncharted 2. Yeah. And the train in Uncharted 2 is a scripted event. Right. This is just yeah. something you can All make real time. happen. Yeah. It's amazing. It really is if you're into it. I don't want to do it. I don't either. I have no interest in it at and all. The None. thing I keep comparing it to, and I hate this, uh, and I'll explain it a little more after I say it, but I keep thinking of Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, one of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> and I would I looked at that movie, and I'm like, every single person behind the scenes, every stunt person, every pyrotechnics person, every ILM effects person, everyone who worked on this movie in a technical sense gave 110%. It's one of the most impressive achievements in that regard I've ever seen. But the overall thing, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. And I am not saying that Tears of the Kingdom is the equivalent of Revenge of the Fallen in terms of games to movies. Not at all. Yeah. I, I like this game well enough. It's middle of the pack Zelda to me. Um, but I absolutely believe that if Ubisoft or EA put this out, if it was like if this was like Immortals Phoenix Rising 2, it would get 7.5s across the board, get a pat on the head for being ambitious, and that would be the end of the story. Yeah. I just found all the building to be frivolous, and the game admits that it's frivolous at the end because it just starts building the crap for you. Mm -hmm. As you get further into the game, like... They don't even like just giving you a pile of right. stuff anymore. They're like, here's a vehicle. Stuff. They're like, here's yeah. a vehicle that we built. We broke it in half. Put it back together. Get on it and drive <laughs> Figure it. Figure it out. So, I mean, yeah. seriously, like even the designers at a certain point are like, you now, know what? Like, well, now look, I will say this um, from you because um, I, I think I'm less frustrated with this than you are. But part of that is because I got the auto build. 
No. Like, don't give up on this game until you go get the auto. Oh, I'm not giving up on it. I'm still, look, I'm still playing it and I'm enjoying mm. it in spurts. There's just huge sections of it there's that I have bu- no interest yeah, in experiencing. There's a bunch of stuff in this I really, I really like running around the world. I like a lot of the side quests, even though the rewards are terrible. Um, I like uh, uh, shield surfing. I think they that's one of the most improved things from game to game. It feels like they took like was basically almost like a weird accident and turned it into an actual game. Mechanic. By the way, we were also right, Matt, um, about the ascend f- uh, feature that it was in fact a debug thing yeah. that they turned into a yeah. mechanic. Also, that is pretty much useless for the most part in this game. Like I hardly oh, ever no, use I've it. used that a lot. I don't. Well, well, I've used it a lot to get through traversal things because it's the easiest way to get up a lot of mountains. Because they, you know, they've stuck a bunch of weird out croppings on things so you can do that i just jump on the rocks um, that fall from the sky it breaks the game you just too. jump on it and recall it and go up to the sky and then you can go anywhere you want to go that it breaks too. the game but they're not always around they're almost always though not you can always. find them man like believe me i've been through this whole map there's so have i sometimes there's nothing and it there. saved my ass and when i, I fall off one of those mountaintops i still haven't I gotten in that on the rocks. forest the what forest the the, 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 the lost forest for, the lost forest i haven't either I still haven't gotten in the lost woods um but like um, like that thing. Well the, well, the other thing is like, so I use the 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 dive upward thing a lot when I'm getting when I'm going places I'm probably not supposed to be yet, basically. Mm. But I constantly forget about it in like puzzle solving and, and because it's such an unnatural. Like it, his abilities are so weird. They're so outside the world. They they feel like yeah. game abilities. No, this, they do not feel I mean, like... I mean, this game is gamey. Yeah. Let's be honest. There's like, n- there's a lot of contrivances where you're like, well, it's a video game, so... Yeah, there's no immersion there at all for me. And, and right down... Well, the- I mean, when you can attach a pot to your shield or, like, a piece right. of meat to your sword, like... <laughs> I like the, the, the thing where you put a mushroom on it and it just makes them bounce, like, 4,000 yeah. yards. <laughs> and, like, the... like, And nobody really seems to know what to make of you. Yeah. Like when you move the things around, and it's like it's funny because like sometimes they'll be like, "Hey, watch it! Don't do that!" And then other times you'll do something where if it's part of a quest and put it together, and like they're like, "Where did that come from?" Like, so can you see me do that or not? Yeah. If you and if you can see me do that, why isn't everyone terrified? Right. Link. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Um, but I feel like the game doesn't have that awareness in general. Like I said, it, it no, can't recognize really. that you need arrows and will then put arrows in the chest so that you open it up and you get the arrows. Mm-hmm. Like almost every game does that now. Right. Well, it's like I said, like, you know, it's a, it's a toy box. It's a yeah. sandbox. And a sandbox doesn't know that you've got sand in your shoes. So it's not going to give you a shovel when you need it. Yep. you got to um, do that on your own. So surprisingly for a Nintendo game, it's very rare that I'm not really on board with the gameplay and in, in Nintendo, generally, that's something Nintendo nails how it feels to actually play the game. This game, I feel like I'm disconnected from Link in combat. But again, after yeah, a I, while, I just I have not it. struggled with controls on a game like this in a long time. I've like, also I'm, found myself, even I'm after 40 hours, having to think about stuff. Yeah, oh, same. wait a minute. Like, what do I need to do? Same. Like, 40 and hours look, in. Man, I've watched some, like, videos of, like, these guys who, like, their whole existence right now is putting YouTube, like, five videos a day up about tricks and tips and tricks yeah. and da, da, da. And these guys, like, I watched one guy. He's got something he's you know the game's been out for what like a week and a half yeah and he's he's got something like a hundred videos on it already he puts out a video every four hours on it and he, he's good he you know he can beat the, everything without getting touched once like he's mm-hmm. he's an expert at yeah. the game and he still accidentally brings the camera up sometimes i do the same thing like it's yeah. I mean, it's so because like, there's so much to wrap your head right. around like there's modifiers well, for like everything and thing, like well the thing that i hate every time i'm trying to build something i'm i'm building it and i rotate it you hold the right bumper yep. to rotate put the thing down I, I attach it or do whatever i'm doing i go over to get 
the next thing. And, and I, I hit, hit the, the right, right one. Right. I did the same and thing. I, every <laughs> fucking time. And I don't know why. I do the same thing. It's some kind of old man brain wiring thing. We're both doing it. Get, yeah, I don't know what I, that I, is. I've had I've had to think about stuff a lot playing it. Yeah. And I never have to do that anymore. No, not yeah. at all. It's it's bizarre. Um, what else I do I have? I desperately want a button remap on this thing. Like yeah. I, like, I've considered moving over to the Dolphin emulator just so I could do that. But at this point, I'm 40 hours deep, and I don't want to redo all this yeah. shit. I'm surprised that you've enjoyed adventuring, because to me, I've tried to do it. And, like, you just are constantly harassed. There's, like, enemies everywhere. It's like, and they follow you for, like, two miles. Like, once you activate them, like, they will follow you for, like, they half a mile. especially the skeletons. And you get away from them, and you're like, oh, I got away. And then three skeletons come up from well, the ground. Again, I'll tell you what really. Then you run from them, and then a lionel comes riding over the hill. <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell? Like, and one hit, and you're dead? Like, I, it's crazy that this is a kid's game. Mm-hmm. And it's that easy to die. It really is yeah, crazy. I mean, the, the only, I mean, the, the caveat I'll give there is that there's no penalty for dying at all. You're right. Other yeah. than wasting your fucking time. Yeah. And the fact that there's still load times in this game. Yeah, there's, um, um there's, you know, the, the checkpoints are frequent. You can yeah. save whenever you want. Yeah. And I would recommend saving a lot. Very friendly. <laughs> I mean, you can save before you do something that has a random re- Yeah, response. and hope like, you get a different Yeah, like result. I do that when I go to fight like a monster I need a particular item from. I'll save it, kill him. If I don't get the item I wanted, I re- reload, re- reload it, try it again. Yeah. I and mean, that's the best way to do that. It is. Yeah. Um, so that part's good. So that's like, good. It's funny that like I, I actually, because the, like the sudden overwhelming of like, where did you come from thing actually keeps reminding me of the one time that happened to me in Jedi Survivor. When I was running around and I went to fight like little guys and then some stormtroopers showed up and then some battle droids showed up and a bunch of thug guys showed up and I started fighting all of them. And then in the middle of it, a rancor showed up and he just (laughs) ate me. And then when I went back, the you have to go get your your force, your XP back. It was on top of a cliff that you can't climb. And I'm like, so I just lost. I'm like, what the fuck? And I could never I never see I've never seen a rancor there again. Ever. Weird. It's just the it was just the open world on that main yeah. planet. Like it was like in visual sight of the town, and a rancor just showed up and ate me. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And that, <laughs> the crazy. last patch that went up, there is actually a patch for one of the bugs was getting killed by a rancor and the XP recovery being put in an inaccessible place. So they know they know that it's happening. Interesting. But I would still like to know where that rancor came from. That's crazy. Um, I also had some times in this game where, like, in a shrine, like. I would try something, like my contraption would burn up or parts of it would fall down in a pit. Mm. And a lot of times, like, they'll respawn all that stuff. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And I'll just, you have to leave the shrine. Come back in. And then come back in and everything will appear again. One of the only time, I mean, other than the performance issues, one of the things I wish this was on an actual modern video game system for, like on the PS5, you just walk into that shrine and everything would. Oh yeah, you have to wait. Be completely, <laughs> be completely seamless. It you is could, a little weird playing you could Switch look games. Into the shrine and see what the puzzle was. Yeah, from outside. It's a. It is a little off-putting at this point, having played PS5 and Xbox Series so much, to have long load times in a game. Yeah, and this is like on a card with flash drive. Like it should be fast still. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a disc that it's it is pulling. pretty fast. It's I just guess. not modern fast. Yeah, yeah it know? feels a little old. Like it's it's too bad. Yep. Um, what else is there? Yeah, graphics, we talked about that kind of already. Yeah, it, I will it's say, a pretty game, but art, it just oh, runs dire- like trash. The art direction is beautiful. <laughs> it like, is, it's, yeah. It's gorgeous. There are some moments that I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. And then you move and everything goes, Ey. The lighting's definitely better. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. 
Like the the towns look better. Like yep. everything looks better. Yeah. I mean, like for all the people saying that this is going to be a lateral visual move, like performance wise, yeah, in some ways. Yeah. But vi- it does look better yep. than the first. I think significantly. Like it is it is objectively prettier than. The and there's first just game. more stuff. Like it's almost too much. Like I said earlier, like you yeah. can't get away from enemies at times. They're just always like popping up out of somewhere and like. Yeah, I will say, like for you're all you're not you're never not, not engaged satisfied with the performance. It is kind of a miracle on the hardware. Yeah, it's I mean, hard to believe they got it to work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basically a cell phone. I yeah. mean, that's really what the Switch is. That's it's a cell phone. It's a cell phone. This on. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's super. It, it, that's the frustrating thing about this game is like, I am so impressed by so much of what they've done. And I just hate so much of it. Like, yeah. and I know that's me. I know that's just It's like, not just you. It's also me. Right. But it's just, it's <laughs> not what I want from a Zelda game. I yeah. would be less. You said earlier when before the show started, like if they just made this, if this was just Kid Icarus, yeah, it would. Be, and you that's know, that's my opinion. Is it look? We're older. We've been playing Zelda our whole lives, and I'm not the person. It's like this is a Zelda game, so this is how it should be. Right. I just, I really, Zelda used to be my favorite franchise of all franchises. It was my favorite video game franchise, and now. It is gone. Mm-hmm. It does not exist anymore. Yeah, I'm, it, and you, you know me. I am not someone who holds on to the to the past of these things. I'm I'm the one that's being like, die, E three, die. You yeah, know, like, yeah. But like, and I, I I will roll with whatever series these series become, even the ones I love, you know, very much. I would certainly rather they become something else than disappear, like most of my favorite Sega series. Yeah. Um, Panzer Dragoon Saga. Looking at you. Um, but like. Playing this game and hearing them talk subsequently after it sells 10 million copies in three days about how this is the template for Zelda going forward has made me, you know, have to admit to myself, Zelda is no longer for me. It made me point. sad. And it is sad. It, ma- it made me sad. And I understand why they're doing it. And I understand. And I'm not begrudging any of you guys that like yeah. this type of Zelda. Is like, I'm not saying anybody's, totally fine. anybody's wrong for yeah. loving this. I understand why they need to move on. But they've basically spent 20 some years building this franchise that people like us fell in love with. And then they just took it away. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't Zelda. This is some other thing, and it's really good, and it's really polished, and yeah. it, but it's not what I want to play. No, I would I would love it if, like, if it became, like, a Metroid Prime Metroid thing. Yeah. Where, like, you had these big sandbox open-world Zeldas, and you had traditional Zeldas. Yeah, my point but... was that, like, either they should have launched this stuff with a new IP... Or they should have found a dormant IP like Kid Icarus that was a good fit for it. Um, to make Zelda a certain way and build up a fan base. And now I look, I get a lot of Zelda fans do like this change. I'm just not one of them. It's just, it's become no. a franchise that is not for me. And I, I get it that it's a for a lot of other people and a lot of other people like it. I don't. Yeah, I will say this. If you do another one and you put in seven to nine classic puzzle box style well-made zelda dungeons in which you remove my building abilities and i have to just solve it old school i would love it it clashes though because because at the end of that dungeon you need to get something that helps you that helps you it's a chain and that's what this is lost right is that there's no building on the game See, in that case i think you need to get an item you need to get an ability at the end but you also need to get an item that then opens the next dungeon and that's that's but and then you end up using that item in that dungeon for the first start of the dungeon, and then they start right. layering in the I other think, stuff I you have you already. Can do that, and also, I mean, even Super Mario won't Mar- be easy. I, no, but like this wasn't easy either. Yeah, it's true. Even Super Mario Sunshine gave you levels without flood. Yeah, and they need to remember that. Yeah, on this, I'm just really bummed, man. I feel like like um like a friend died. That's how I feel after playing this no, game. No, I I I hear what you're saying. I get it. 
It was my favorite franchise yeah. in the whole industry for like if anybody that ever asked me, what's your favorite video game? It was Zelda. I can't say that anymore. It's not even in like my top 10 franchises now. Like in my opinion, Zelda's been ruined. Like I just, I understand again that some people like this stuff. To me, they should have made another franchise for that. And then all those people can love that franchise, and the people who have loved Zelda all along can keep playing Zelda. Like, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, I didn't think Breath of the Wild was a wrong direction for Zelda. I just, like I've said many times, it felt like a test bed for an overworld for an actual Zelda game. Yeah. But instead of going that direction, they broke the other way with all the experimental, like, you know, messing with the physics stuff that people did and turned it into a toy box. And that was a niche amount of people that did that with Breath of the Wild, by the way. Mm -hmm. It wasn't everybody that just started going hog wild with the building crap and like flying to the end of the game in the first 10 minutes. That was a niche of people. And they've Mm -hmm. taken that niche of people and said, everybody wants to do this. I don't want to do it. I can't tell you how many times I was playing this game and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Why am I doing this? This is not Zelda. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It's really bummed. It's again, it's like a family member died. It's like this thing that I love so much, it's gone. And then you get the report of it. This is the way we're going from here on out. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, no. Well, I, no. I just hope they still make, even if they're smaller, they make traditional Zeldas as sort of smaller side things, even if it's not the main Even if they want to give me a 2D one. Sure. sure. I'll take it. Because that to me. You want to pump out some Oracle of Ages? Because Zelda's whole design is timeless. It never felt old. Yeah. Even with all the open world games that were coming out, Zelda still never felt old because it was the only game that could do it. Mm-hmm. Just that building and the layering of well, all the, the mechanics well, and the abilities. Know, like the form, We know the formula works on, um, you know, in, in, in an open world setting because Arkham City did it. Right. That's yeah. what Arkham City is. Arkham City is Zelda, an open world Zelda. Yep. You go around the open world and you find a find a dungeon and you do it. That's what Arkham City is. Why did people? Here's my question, Matt. Into our lower third. Why did people reject Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts? Universally considered mm-hmm. a terrible game that was so dumb that it strayed from the franchise and took away from what people loved about the franchise. Why did they do say that about Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts? And with Zelda, it's like this is the most amazing thing ever. Well, I think there's two main reasons for that. First, uh, Nuts and Bolts came out before this was popular, before Minecraft kind of made building a main... Was it before Minecraft? Yeah. Nuts and Bolts was before Minecraft? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. For sure. And... Nuts and bolts sucked. Like it, building things is annoying. But I, in this but game. I enjoyed that about the building and that about as much as I enjoy the building in this. I would say go back and try it again. It's, really? It's worse, much worse. This is. I mean, I, I'm not. You know, look at me. I'm not defending. I think the controls for building in this yeah, game yeah. are annoying I'm, as hell. I'm, look, I believe for being but honest. But no, nuts and bolts. I haven't played it. Nuts in and bolts is way a long worse. time. Way way worse. It was more complicated to build stuff. Right. And, well, but we also well, the, the build, but the, they, I will say the possibilities the, were bigger as well. I will say Tears of the Kingdom is more willing to help you. Yeah. Like in placement in terms of kind of fudging. Well, it like, automatically snaps stuff together. Snaps stuff together. Doesn't super matter where you place the turbo fan. Like it it's still mostly fly. works. It's not going to like yeah. spin in a circle unless you really yeah. put it in stupid places. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've linked because I couldn't lift a heavy thing. So I linked like four turbo fans on either side. And I'm like, is this going to make me flip over? And it didn't. It just, it lifted the thing up pretty well and it worked exactly how I wanted it to work. For the most part, these things work the way I expect them to, even if it doesn't make a lot of physics sense every time. So I appreciate that. I appreciate that the control stick you can stick on things changes things completely so you're no longer at the mercy of But did you notice towards system. again towards the end of the game 
there's always the control panel now. Oh, like yeah. when it first started, they're like, oh, you got to stand on the side. It'll lean and it'll turn. But oh, it, halfway through the game, I have four. I have 40 <laughs> something control stick orb things just in case I need one. Like are they realize like, that it's like annoying AF and they're like, people are going to get sick of having to do this. Yeah, so well, let's just give them the control unit. I, like, mean, I mean, part of that is also sort of like um, introducing concepts as you go. Yeah. So I do think you need to know how, how to stand around on the wing before you you appreciate the ability to control <laughs> it, you know? But I it, guess. But it teaches you something. And But it's not useful when later on in the game you don't need to use it. Only in like three shrines. Right. Yeah, there's a shrine where it's like, you're like, oh, you need powered flight for this. I, I feel like the whole game loses that. steam pretty quickly as far as the building is concerned, as far as the special powers are concerned. Mm -hmm. Like, like... You know, I thought like some of like the recall and like the ascend or whatever. I was like, oh man, they'll be working new. I didn't know. Like after like ten hours, they figured out all the ways that they can use that stuff. And then mm -hmm. like the game becomes almost easy after a while because you figured out everything that like the game is going to ask you to do from those powers. Mm -hmm. um, like at first, like I would miss like oh, there's an overhang and that's where I could do the ascend and then I could get up. Like I wouldn't. It for the first time I got the when I first got ascend, I didn't notice that stuff. It took a couple hours before I was like. Oh, there's the overhang. They put it there so I can go and I can jump up there and get up on top. But after like 10 hours, like all the tricks had been kind of worked out. And like, and again, I think that's why the game is like, yeah, you're right. Like, you know how to do all this stuff. Now, here's the freaking car. Like, just mm -hmm. drive the freaking car. Like, I don't know. <laughs> some of the, the other thing is that in the depths, you'll find vehicles sometimes. And some of them are like Mad Max things. Mm -hmm. And you can't take them apart. <laughs> Yeah. Like, they're like, no, you can't rip this apart. Like, yeah. We're not going to let you do that. I'm like, I want to take this and put it on this other thing. I'm like, no. You, you need this. You, <laughs> this you, thing we, you, you we gave you, you need to use it. Uh, uh, someone else built this, and that would be rude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, the game ended up being what I feared it was going to be, which is, like, doubling down on the building, which I didn't care about. And it's a game where you can do all kinds of cool stuff, but you don't have to do it, and I don't want to do it. Like, to me, it's like every puzzle I can solve with building a 400-foot-long ramp I'm going to build the fucking ramp. Mm. Like, I'm not going to sit there and fiddle around with, like, I did that all these dumb the, physics. Yeah, I did like, that with one of the temples where I'm like, I saw where I needed to go, and I saw what I had to do to get there, and I glued 17 yeah. panels together and clunk and just walked Because up. that'll take you five minutes, and if you know it's going to work. Yeah. Versus taking 15 minutes, and you and try the contraption, and, like, it falls yeah. apart, and you're like, why And I will wait? say, when I was walking <laughs> up that ramp, I was it, it was bowing because yeah. it was so long. Because the like, physics are accurate. man... You guys, I can't believe you guys pulled this off. This is amazing that yeah. this works. Uh -huh. But also, I am so irritated that I basically got so frustrated with the puzzle, quote-unquote puzzle, that I just built a ramp and walked over it. Yeah. And I don't like that at all. Yeah. Like, I know some people get a kick out of that, but I think it's it feels kludgy and it feels... It doesn't feel freeing. It doesn't feel creative. Yeah. It feels... Like cheating. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't... Like here's... I guess I'll say one thing. I wouldn't play this game if it weren't a Zelda game. Same. Same. <laughs> I mean, my love for Zelda is what makes me put up with all the crap I hate to play the little bits that I really like that are still like Zelda. Mm -hmm. If this were just some new IP, like, I would probably have played about 10 hours of it and been like, I'm good. Yeah. If this was Immortals Phoenix Rising 2, yeah. we'd all have moved on by Yeah. Now. So... I don't know. I also, I also don't think the, the ability to build a powered mech or a monster truck really fits Zelda. Yeah. Like I, like like I, I know, said, like, like why I know, am I doing this in a Zelda game? Like I know like, why it's not a new IP, because a new IP wouldn't sell 10 million right. copies in three in days. In three days, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't... Also, I don't even like... I mean, other, I, as much as I like the art direction of the world, I don't actually like the design of the Zonai stuff. Mm. I think it looks weird and 
clashy. I didn't, it's okay. I'm you, cool with the graphics and the art, other than the performance of the engine. No, but I don't like I don't like mixing too much tech into, yeah. into the Zelda world. And I do find it crazy, Matt, that so many people gave this game a perfect ten. It's I like they weren't even trying to find any flaws in the game. No, because I, like, I found a few in the first twenty minutes. I mean, I don't, like, I don't understand. I mean, the Zelda bump is real, but I didn't know it was. Holy that moly! Real. I mean, you read these reviews. It's like, did you play the? It's so funny too. There is one review that feels the way that we feel. And that person just got slaughtered. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think they gave... Actually, I think that... The, I know the review you're talking about. I think that numerical score is actually lower than I'd give it. Because they gave like a 6.5 out of 10. I didn't even look. I just knew that he was critical of it. And no. I skimmed it. Yeah. And he was saying a lot of the stuff that I've been saying here for the last 40 minutes talking about the yeah. game. And I'm like... I get your perspective, but people are just like, no, nobody can say anything wrong about this game. Look at Zelda. I mean, this same thing happened. <laughs> so crazy. This happens with every Zelda game. It happened with Skyward fucking Sword. Yeah. You couldn't say anything for, I mean, look, the, 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 the period on that was about four months, which usually it's about nine. Yeah. Um, usually you have to be able to gestate a human in about the amount of time <laughs> it takes to be allowed to criticize a Zelda game. Yeah. Uh, Skyward Sword only lasts about four or five months where people are like, yeah, I guess this isn't very good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, let's check out what you guys are saying in chat. Because oh, yeah, you guys have all been playing Ste this. If you haven't read Steph Sterling's review, it's he gave it. They're, a seven. they're on. They're on target with that too. Yeah, and are getting a lot. Pod is asking how it's sitting at a ninety-five. I honestly, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. This is the, in. I have in my angrier moments, I'd give it a seven. In my happier moments, I'd give it an eight. I mean, it's le it's legitimately a good it's game. Good. It's, it's good. just not a game that I want to play. I'm just I, not interested in it. And, and, like, there's enough stuff that I do like in it that I kind of forget about it until I run up into one of the things I don't like. And I'm like, all right, I'll just get through this and blah, 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 you know. But, yeah, like, I, after I'm kind of burned out on this, I'm probably going to go play Ocarina yeah. on the Wii U or something. They need to remake Ocarina of Time. It's, I, it's a no-brainer. I don't I know mean, what they're waiting for. I would be... <laughs> I would be happy with just a, like a you know a switch up res of the 3DS remake. Yeah, because that was that solved about all the problems I needed. And Majora's Mask. I don't like Majora's Mask that much, but it would be nice to bring that forward. Why why are the HD remasters and all that shit still sitting on the Wii U? Yeah, How God of Gamblers agrees with us. I feel like a friend died too with the new Zelda. God, I, I miss Twilight Princess. You made me miss Twilight Princess. Yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Um, Veritas says a lot of us feel the same way, Shane. I'm surprised to hear that because if you go on the internet, it, it's hard to find people who will say the stuff that Matt and I just said about Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, I've been watching podcasts because obviously I have to curate and stuff like that. And like, it's insane. Yeah. Like these podcasts are insane. Yeah, they just sit nuts. there and just like, I can't believe I attached a rocket to a pole and it shot me into the sky. It's like, who cares? What did that do in the game? Nothing. Like, I just... Also, it's way cooler to attach it to your shield. Yeah, exactly. That's how you get up shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and look, I do admire that there is freeform stuff. And there's been a couple times where I found kind of cool alternative ways to do stuff. Oh, sure. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But that's cool when it takes me like 30 seconds. Not when I spend 15 minutes to build some contraption and it catches on fire and burns to the ground. Like, <laughs> no, that's not fun. Or like the fact that I didn't know until later when I was flying around in the depths that... Um, the Zora tech, like the tech things you can activate, those are invincible. The other stuff can be destroyed. Oh, right. And I was flying around on a powered plane. I was, I, I had the fans on it and batteries on it, and mm -hmm. I, had a, you know, I was flying around a control stick. And the enemies down below kept throwing stuff and shooting stuff at me. And suddenly the, the wing... They're good at throwing those rocks, they dude. They're, they're like accurate. Brett Favre with the they're, rocks. They're, they're Hobbit accurate <laughs> with that. 
And the, the, suddenly the wing started flashing green. And I'm like, what does that mean? And the wing disappears. And me and all the different tech pieces just go falling to the ground. And I'm like, I'm, and I pull the parachute out. Now I'm in the middle of nowhere, complete pitch darkness. And I'm like, what happened to my plane? Yeah. And like, apparently I got hit enough that that part of the the wing part was destroyed because it, it has hit points, but the, the tech parts do not Don't. have hit points. <laughs> so like, but all that just fell into the void and I was, I just landed in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, I don't know how to get where I was going. Yep. Time to fast travel to a shrine. Yeah. I'm going to hit the old silk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so anyway, that's, that's our take on Zelda Tears of the King. Now I'll be honest with you. I have not finished it yet. I don't know how much farther I have to go. Um, I am almost done with the fourth territory. Mm. Um, I don't know how much more there is after you finish the fourth territory. I don't know. If it's anything like Breath of the Wild, not a lot. So I'm pretty close to the end. I've played probably 40 hours of it, I'm guessing, at this point. I'm guessing they send you to one last one place, the, the Lost Woods, at the after you do the four. Yeah. And then probably you're in the end game. Yeah. Um, I mean, so look, it, that's a 40-hour game all by itself just doing those things, let alone yeah. distracting. Oh, it's a huge game. Like, if you're into this stuff, you get your money's worth. And it's, I think the problem, too, is that there are pieces of Zelda in the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they're sprinkled in there, and you have to fight through all this other crap that I, I personally don't care about to get to the Zelda stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. it's annoying. I would just rather play a Zelda game and let this become something new or the rebooted Kid oh, Icarus yeah. or attach it to some other IP. Or like Zelda side thing. I mean, yeah. I'm not, it's not a side thing. It's too so big much, of a project so much, for yeah, it to be a side thing. It's a huge project for a side yeah. thing. It's the main team doing it. But, like, yeah. I hope it's not the only Zelda we get forever from, from now on. It's starting to seem that way, Matt. Maybe. Unfortunately. Um, someone asked, how expansive are the depths, the Abram? I haven't spent a ton of time down there, but it seems vast. Oh, the, the depths cover almost the whole the map. top map. Yeah. It, it, it has equivalents to the top map. Yeah. Like the shrines line up with the, the yeah. light So roots. the map has three levels. Um, you tap you, up and down to go from the sky to the ground yeah. to the depths. And the uh, you will usually find enemy, like like you'll find Linnells in the depths that are near where the stables are on the top, on the on the ground level. Yeah. Like there is a logic to it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I've, I've actually had a fair amount of fun exploring the depths and trying to get to the next light. Cause well, can, now that I know that I need to light up the lights, yeah. maybe I'll spend more time the, now the glowing there. orange, like, flower buds like and, and like i'll you know look at them with the with the, the the pad the pad and mark them with the thing and then just work your way to that marker. i didn't even know that's what i was supposed to be doing oh yeah <laughs> if huge. i fought through it in the dark matt it's huge but the crazy part too is i watched somebody playing it on youtube and they did the same thing well because you've got to fight through the dark until you get to the light route and then you light the area like that's the challenge is you fight through the dark throwing those stupid flower yeah, buds yeah. that light things up until you get to the light and then it lights that area up and then you move on to the next dark Oh, you have to area. keep doing it over and over. Yeah. You still have to keep fighting through the dark. Yeah, because gotcha. you have to fight through the dark to get gotcha. to the next light. Uh, okay, I got you. Okay. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. Like, we have a couple more topics, but I'm in pain. And I think we're going to call the show right here. Um, we have, as I said, we're going to come back on Thursday for another episode. We're going to cover Sony's um, big... Pre, well, basically, it's not E3, but it is their not E3 press conference. And we have a couple topics that were going to be in this show that we're just going to roll into Thursday. And I also feel like I've figured out what my limit is right now for doing the show. Before we go, though, we do have one thing that we're going to do. Hmm. All right. 
We are gonna do Name That Game and we'll have another one on Thursday. For those of you who don't know, Name That Game, I show you five screenshots for a game, you try to guess the name of the game. Screenshots start off obtuse, they become more obvious as we go. You need to guess the name of the game before Matthew Kyle. A couple things before we get going. Uh, we put the chat into slow mode, so you can only put in one guess every 60 seconds, so don't spam the chat with just a bunch of random game titles, hoping that you get it right. The other thing too is that if you have already won this year, do not play, do not guess, do not do anything. Um, just let other people play and let other people win. And then one final thing is, um, wait, what is the other final thing? There's always three things that I say. I can't remember slow what the third mode. one is. So, no, I got slow mode. I got, you can't, can't play again. Yeah. Oh, it's PC codes. So the winner gets a free game and it's for PC. And if you don't play PC games or you don't have a friend who plays PC games, you can give the code to don't play. Let somebody win it who will actually use the code. And again, if you want to give it to a friend, that's totally cool. If you win it, it's yours. You can do whatever you want with it. But if you're going to get the code and it's just going to sit around and not use it, let somebody else get it. And with that, it's time to play. You ready, Matthew? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go with the first screenshot for Name That Game. Heavenly Sword. Not Heavenly Sword. Not Red Faction Gorilla, Swan Senpai. <laughs> uh, no guess. Oh my gosh, they got it on my first oh, guess. Wishy Muffin got it on the first guess. And the Drifter J got it on the next guess. Yes, it is Metal Gear Solid 5. You guys are amazing, man. You guys are amazing. Just crazy. I wonder what about that screenshot there is. I recognize the quality. There's the something sparse about grass, it. Maybe. maybe. Is it and like that the rock texture? I don't know. It's like, a lot of people got it. But as soon as I read that on there, I'm like, oh yeah, it's Metal Gear Solid. Squishy fun. muffin, congratulations! Another round of applause for you, brother. Amazing. Like you literally got it as soon as you saw the screenshot. And not just you, Drifter J got it, and then AJ the Legend Watson got it, and then Big Dave Lazard got it, Foe got it. It's crazy. Yeah, Johnny Hurricane says yeah. you spend a lot of time in that desert. You do, yeah. but still, man, like that's crazy. It's, you can't even tell it's a desert from that shot. Oh, yeah, it looks like desert scrub. I guess a little bit. Um, anyway, here is the second. You guys are going to love the last shot for this, by the way. Here's the second one. Think anybody would have got it from that? Maybe I put the screenshots in the wrong order. I think that would have been a better first one. Interesting. Because yeah, like that that doesn't look... I don't associate that environment as much with Metal Gear Solid Five. He's right. He it looks more like a jungle, a like lush. Desert. Yeah. yeah. Here's the third one. A horse. Oh, that would have... Yeah, that would have given it to somebody. You think so? Yeah, there's a certain look. Well, I mean, they got it in the first one, so they damn right. sure well would have got it on that one. What am I talking about? <laughs> Here's the fourth one. That one yeah, pretty obvious. much would have given it away. And then here is the last one. This definitely would have given it away. And I had a little fun with that one. Mm. <laughs> uh, that one definitely would have given it away to pretty much everybody. Yeah, so Naked for plot reasons. Yeah. Well, well done, Kojima. <laughs> I'm not complaining. <laughs> it is the dumbest thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, before we go, I just want to give another shout out to LS Cream. Go to creamls.com and buy some. You can hit the store locator there. It'll tell you where you can get it locally, or you can learn about how it was made and all the ingredients that are in it. It's an ancestral recipe that comes from his family. Um, or you can get awesome recipes to make like the best drinks ever. Um, 
It does suck that we only got through Zelda, but I do think that maybe Tears of the Kingdom kind of deserved its own episode of Game Yeah, Face. I mean, an hour and a half on Zelda. Biggest game uh, of the year, biggest game of the last... And prob- it won't maybe. be the last time we talk about that one. No. I think it'll be the last time here, though. Um... Unless something drastically happens. <laughs> well, eventually we'll have Game of the Year discussions. And yeah. Have to, I'll have to address why it's not in mine. Or unless something yeah. crazy happens at the end of the game that like we couldn't foresee or something I'm, like I'm that. I'm sure we would know by now. I mean, I honestly have tried to stay off of the internet playing this game. Which I don't is, care. Which is so. why I miss so much mm. stuff. Like, I still don't have the Hylian Shield. I mean, I don't care, so I've been poking around. And see if I would have yeah. seen something. But, I mean, somebody beat it in 94 minutes. That's you know, insane. Even with the idea that you could just fly to the end or whatever, that seems insane. I still don't know. It made more sense in Breath of the Wild than it does for me right now at Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I actually don't know how you, I did, don't either. How you did it in 94 minutes, yeah. but you know, whatever. Yeah, interesting. Um, okay, I made it two hours. So you guys can count on getting at least two hours out of me on Thursday. Um, I'm doing the best I can. I'm hoping by next Tuesday I'm back up to full speed. We can do the full three hours where I can sit for that long without being in pain. But I've just reached my point. I was actually yeah. hurting a while ago. Once you, um, you guys me- couldn't see me, but I've been adjusting in my seat while the B-roll's been running. So Once you turn a corner, it will it gets better pretty fast. Yeah. In terms of, uh, That's what speaking. the doctor said in my my emergency yeah. appointment I had. She's like, you're going to turn the corner, and you're going to be like, wow. Like, I was yeah. right on the cusp. But, but-, I, but I will say you should probably expect some discomfort of some kind for a lot. I mean, I, after my bladder surgery, I it was a year before I wore a belt and didn't feel some discomfort from yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and it w- and that actually happened. Like, it was like, a year later, and at some point, I was taking my belt off at the end of the day, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't notice didn't I had a belt on today." Like, I was, yeah. it was I was like a full year later. Yeah. Again, the problem is that like if I'm at home, I can adjust and I can like right. shift my weight. Sitting on this chair, I got one way to roll. So look, I just want you guys to know that like I put it on the line to come in here today. Like I woke up today and I was like, "This isn't a good idea." And my wife told me that it was a terrible idea because she's been she's seen what I've been going through. But I was like, "I got to get back out there. I got to do." Try to roll in that desk chair. What? That big uh, computer chair. Oh yeah. There's more room in that. That's true. I can sit cross-legged on that. That's true. It's bigger. So. We'll see. Hopefully by Thursday, I'm feeling a little bit better. Um, thanks to everybody, you guys, for being patient while I've been going through this. I really appreciate it. Those of you who have stuck with me, some of you guys have even bumped up your pledge. A couple of you guys have sent me donations, which is amazing. Like Watching people like drop their pledges while I'm in terrible pain, but then seeing that some of you guys were donating maybe to offset some of that stuff, it really meant a lot. It really means a lot to me. I just want you guys to know that. I appreciate you guys so much. So um thanks for showing up today i hope you guys will show up again on thursday because i think it's going to be an awesome show i really think sony's uh, event tomorrow is going to be something special and show us a really a ton of stuff that we're really excited to see it better be it better be they need it yeah although do they because <laughs> well, no they're, not according they're to microsoft smacking people down <laughs> yeah so we'll be back on thursday again at 1 p.m pacific 4 p.m eastern veritas thank you for twitch prime getting in there in the end um and we'll see you guys then everybody have a great day see you on thursday game face is up and out